Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We back the realest podcast ever. I'm your host, C. Diddy. I'm the hostess with the mostest, motherfucking Matt Kane. We that are here sick. at Frame Restaurant at our uh, our recording hub. Shout out to all of the staff here at Frame for their hospitality throughout the whole entire year, 2023. And this is the TRP Awards 2023 edition. This is the seventh time we've done this. Is it? Yes. Nah. Yes. Can't be. What year is it? It's 2023. Did we do an awards the first year, though? No, but you got to think. When you count numbers, 2016, 2017, 2018. Like, 2016 is the null set. It doesn't count. Right. 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 22, 23. Seven times. I'm not, I'm not going with that. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not going with that. Seven times. Yes, we've done this thing seven times, man. I'd have and, to go uh, through my notes. And we are here today to give everyone the credit that they deserve, either for being completely brilliant, for their excellence, for being a complete jackass. Last year was the sixth annual, so this is what, the seventh? Yeah, that'll, that, that's how the numbers work. Yeah, boy, good. <laughs> yeah, I freestyled yeah, that. I was scrolling hard in the motherfucker. I was about to fuck this nigga up right here. I got back, I'm like, oh, last year was the six. Yeah, last year was the six. Yeah. Seven normally great after that. Yeah. Yeah, because we're about to have our seventh anniversary also. Yeah, 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 shit. So be on the lookout for that. But today's show, again, is dedicated to black excellence, white excellence, uh, multi-ethnic excellence, and also black, white, multi-ethnic stupidity and complete foolery. We are here to give people all of the credit that they deserve, good, bad, or ugly, for everything that transpired in 2023. I think I speak for everybody here when I say we are happy that this year is ending. It's been rough. It's been tumultuous. It's been financially taxing. But I feel like there is some gold on the other side of the... uh, you know, on the other side of the the, the mountain here, uh, with twenty twenty four being upon us in just you know a few short days. Yeah, absolutely. We're here at Frame two 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 Market Street. Yes, indeed. Our gracious hosts that give us whatever we want: food, drink, sleeps, whatever the fuck you <laughs> yeah. need. You want we, nap? Just lay right there in the section. We upstairs, second floor in the lounge nightclub. And I, me and Chad before the show, we I walked over to the bathroom and I'm like, yo, it's kind of wild that the the bathroom in the club has like a toilet in the men's room. He's like, no, it's not. You might have to take a shit in the club. Yeah, I'm like, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> taking a shit in the club means it's time to go. Yeah, especially in the public bathroom. Because the bathroom don't got a front door on it. It's just exposed stalls. So it's like. Hey, hey player. Hey, player. <laughs> Low privacy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, have you seen that happen in the club? A million times. Because you're a club. Yeah. Because I, I, I know me. With, like I've had moments where it's like. If I'm at work, I might go home. (laughs) 
at work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know people that are like that. Like, no, nah, it's just, I, I, I can't just, you I know, can't, yeah. I can't do my thing wherever. I got to get butt ass naked. I got to take a shower after. I walked after in the Wawa the other day and dude coat his pants, all that was hanging over the door. Got some business to do. <laughs> no you know Wawa. I'm about to have a meeting in here. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, when it get like that, you just gotta, you gotta check out. Yeah, no, you and, go and, home, and Vanity, man. our bathrooms was like really, really big. Like mm-hmm. our bathroom might literally be from like that, uh, the beginning of that section of Burgundy one over there, all mm-hmm. the way back to here. Huge fucking okay. bathrooms. So we had like six, six uh, urinals, another four stalls or whatever. So typically, how you know a nigga taking a shit if he in the furthest stall, oh, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, you yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? The Either bathroom that or at the Billy Penn was biggest shit. Yeah, huge, huge bathroom. All the your the, the stalls was huge, and I'm just like, yo, I just I don't know, man. Just them them public Jones, you got to. I ain't going to hold y'all. This might be TMI. I'm a grown man. If I got to go, I got to go. No, no. I feel that. <laughs> I Trust and believe me. I'm just saying in the club. <laughs> it's like. Hey, we, man, that bad E&J back, back that digestive system I, up, I, man, I just think. You might got to go, dog. Because you're not in the club at 11 a.m. It's most likely 1.15 in the morning. Yeah. It's just time to wrap it up after that. Hey, man, what have you been drinking since 6.15? I don't know, man. <laughs> Shit creep up. I don't know. I think at that point, you just going to have to get the fuck out of here. That's me. You know what I'm saying? You I might could, not make it home. I could be wrong. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, we here, end of the year. 2023, like you said, was a wild-ass year. It was a lot of ups. It was a lot of downs. It was a lot of nonsense. It was a lot of high moments. It was a lot of... Uh, I think it's the first time where the bad outweighed the good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? First time in a long time. First time in a long time where the bad outweighed the yeah. good. Um, where do you want to start for the, for the 2023 TRPE Awards? Uh, Seventh annual. We've added a lot of categories. We've added. We've taken some away. Added, we've we can't away. do Nubian White Queen no more. because Apparently, that's not Yeah, yeah that's out. <laughs> Y'all some haters. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Umar's a friend to the yeah, show. Yeah, that's out. Uh, that, that's a problem. Um, I think... The best way to start is with a new award, with something that's fresh. Okay. Because I literally just had to do this whole write-up on my way over here. And uh, the What Happened to You Dog Award, this is the first year that we're doing this. New shit you had. Brand, brand new. And I'm going to give this award to, there is no category, there is no multiple nominees. DJ Academics, What Happened to You Dog? I was thinking about something for act, but I didn't know what. So that's, that's funny right. that you. What happened to you, dog? In a year where you've had so much traffic, rumble deal for you know exclusive streaming rights, uh, really cracking your audience. Um, you was on pace to do two hundred streams this year. You're gonna fall a little bit short, but you're in the like one nineties or whatever. And um, you've done a lot of phenomenal work. Broke certain stories. The Tory Lanez, uh, you know, the, the Tory Lanez fallout was big from last year going into this year, um, for you driving a lot of traffic and stuff like that. And to see that three days before the year ends that you ether yourself Mm -hmm. in the name of trying to prevent your psychotic girlfriend from doing it to you and monetizing it or whatever the case may be is strange. For those of you who haven't seen the clips floating around or haven't seen the stream, I was up at five in the morning and this thing came across my YouTube feed and I was glued to the screen. I watched it in its entirety Mm -hmm. an hour and eight minutes at five in the morning. And I'm just like, damn, 
life maybe ain't so bad because I don't got to deal with this crazy hoe that academics is, is laying up with every night. Um, for those of you that don't know, here's the cliff notes and why we're giving him this award. Uh, in a bold attempt to do some Kevin Hart style reverse extortion, academics decided to go on live stream on Friday, 1229 and expose himself. And that he did. He revealed a girl he brought to his house had a train ran on her that night by his friends while he was passed out drunk. This later led to a police investigation and his door being kicked down by the police and him having to spend roughly $200,000 throughout the course of repairing the door, mounting a legal defense and all of this whole stuff because he hasn't, doesn't have control or dominion around his home, the people that he hangs with or the women that are in his life. And you're going to see the women in his life being a problem as a recurring theme of why he's getting this award. Um, he also revealed his current girlfriend, um, Cheyenne, a.k.a. Shay underscore Shay Glizzy, I believe, on Instagram, if y'all want to go and harass her, um, has also revealed his girlfriend moved to Houston um, in June of, I think, 2022 and stole $500,000 cash out of his house from various safes, which, one, why does she know that you had the money there? And then, two, how does she have the code to eight different safes to be able to rob you eight different ways on probably 80 different occasions of siphoning off this money? And he said the only way he found out is because once she went to Houston and got slutted out and was like, I'm tired of the streets, I want my man back, I want my scent back, she was like, the only way we could get back together is if I got full access to your life. I need, you know, I need your location. I need your ring camera. You know, insecure man shit, which mm-hmm. is like, in reality, you should just leave her. Mm-hmm. But since you're not going to leave her, I, I just need to have full control over <laughs> right. what's going on. So he gets access to her ring camera and sees her on the ring camera taking the money out of socks. <laughs> 50000 50000 50000 Bricks of 50000 in socks totaling $500,000 that she stole from him. And um, I also think that you're lying about getting the full amount of the money back because you said she got to Houston, bought a $140,000 car, and she had $20,000 in bills. So if she was there for four months. How did you get the whole 500000 back and she doesn't have a job and doesn't have anything going on? Right. So you capped about that also. Um, he also revealed that his girlfriend, um, Cheyenne, uh, fucked a player from the New, Jer- New York Jets practice squad, a low-level scammer of from Houston, and mad other undesirables during the course of their relationship. Uh, in the words of Black from uh, the illustrious One Fam Radio, you green as shit. So the whole time you were on air giving relationship advice to celebrities like Blueface, Offset, Diddy, and others, your own relationship was a complete fucking shambles. Black really is a 50-year-old. You know them 50-year-old black niggas talking colors? Yeah, no, keep it brown. You green, Jack. You green, Jack. What's up, black guy? Yeah, they really talking colors. That's funny as shit. Uh, So the whole time you were on air this year, Giving out relationship advice to the likes of Blueface, uh, Offset, Diddy, admonishing women like Krishan Rock, mm-hmm. uh, Krishan Rock, Megan Thee Stallion, and others for being, you know, wild renegade hoes and shit like that. You were housing a wild renegade hoe mm-hmm. the whole entire time. Not to mention that she's probably at least partly responsible for some niggas attempting to come in your house and rob you and everyone there at gunpoint with AK-47s and Mac-11s um, and police getting called to your crib bi-weekly because you got a bozo-ass 24-year-old woman in your life. Sir, you are a clown, and you get the first ever What Happened to You Dog Award from TRPE. Dan, throw some claps in there for that. We want to give academics. We want to clap that up for you, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's a bad award. 
but it's yours. Yeah, damn, remembering the colors is funny <laughs> as shit. Um, where you want to go? Can, can I pick an award? Yes, absolutely. Can, can I pick something off of this list I want to do? Um, you know, I didn't want to start on such a bad note. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a bad year. It's, I mean, it's, just, <laughs> it's a bad year. I'm it's looking at these notes. They, 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 they is pretty bad. Uh, where do I want to go with this one? The Buck Nasty, <laughs> na- Nastiest hater, hater of the Year yes. Award. Um, This is another new category here for the TRP fan base. We've added this because the world has become hate-filled. You know what I mean? It's just the world we live in. And it's almost becoming like the Dave Chappelle spook that he did, where him, Patrice O'Neill, Donnell Rollins, and Charlie Wilson, Charlie Murphy, excuse me, rest in peace, were the player haters. Yes. And we see it now to where it's like you see hatred and it's almost like, are you being funny? Right. Like, is this, is this a skit? Like, that's how bad it feels. Hate, 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 hate. So we got three nominees for this award this year. We have Elliot Wilson, legendary writer in the hip-hop community, been around 35 years. Um, Elliot Wilson is hated before, but this past year it's just gotten very, very strange. Epic run of hate. It, 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 it almost feels like it's, it feels like he's being funny. You know what I'm saying? So his victims this year are the entire rap game. He hates everyone. The, the entire community. Anybody with a camera or Anybody microphone. Anybody with a camera microphone. He hates various podcast platforms across the industry. Kasanat, Nicki Minaj, and hip-hop adjacent media. Um, second nominee in this category is Joe Button. Joe Button is, you know, Joe Button is Joe Button. The Joe Button Network ranked in the top 50 and the top 30 podcast networks yes, they on did. Earth. And his network is one show. So there, there should be no reason for you to ever make a list like this. But his victims this year included Cam, Lil Yachty, Drake, who's been his perennial. He's been a perennial Drake hater since the existence yes. of Drake. Kasanat, Michael B. Jordan, and Brent Fias. And last but not least in this category... 90s basketball players oh, as a collective. I've had enough of them. Shaq and Chuck leading the charge. The victims, any player who didn't play in the 90s, <laughs> whether it be before the 90s or after the 90s, those are the victims. Who y'all got, man? Dan, uh, you should have a mic, honestly, for this episode. I don't know what the hell you're doing over there. <laughs> We have we have a mic for Dan. Hold on. <laughs> Talk through this and see uh see see where, see where you at. With it. <laughs> I was so cooked. Um, Elliot Wilson is is just he takes hating to heavenly heights. You know what I'm saying? He, because you you he hates from such an imperial way like an imperial disposition of hatred that we've really never seen. You know, in the hip-hop community, hate is like, fuck out of here, you bitch-ass nigga. I bet not see you in the streets. And Elliot Wilson's level of hating is like, he turns the hatred towards the people. Like, y'all like this person who ain't me? And it'd be like, yes, nigga, we... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. <laughs> we enjoy this level of media. What the fuck? Um, 
My personal pick for this is is probably going to be Gary. I mean, uh, 1990s basketball players. Seeing the 90s players go out of their way all the fucking time. When nothing is happening. Yeah, just Tuesday. It don't even be a game <laughs> on. And it'll just be like a 90s nigga for whatever You know who reason. ain't all that? This nigga. I saw the clip the other day. This is just, this is what I mean with 90s basketball players. For as much as we talk about Shaq, Chuck, all these, Reggie Miller, all these different guys, I saw a clip the other day of Jadakus set free from N1 and Gary Payton. Did you see this? No. Gary Payton was a guest on a podcast. They said, what's going on with you, Gary? How you been, man, with your retirement? You know, you one of the best point guards ever. You know, you, you, you won a defensive player of the year. Nobody ever did that as a point guard. You know, you got this illustrious career. They consider you the greatest point guard ever behind Magic and Stockton. And he said, yeah, man, I'll tell you one thing that just burned me up is seeing the Clippers get called Lob City. Me and Sean Kent was Lob City. I was like, yo, what? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. I'm like, yo, that ain't ass this nigga shit about the Clippers. Ask about him. I gotta get this shit off my chest. Yeah. Yo, yo. And mind you, I've never seen anybody hate on the because what is there to hate about the Live City Clippers? They was just fun to watch and won nothing. It was a fun team, ass in the playoffs. You've never stuff. heard hatred towards the Live City Clippers. Who the fuck Blake Griffin think he is? He, jumping said, over he said, man, we was doing that in the 90s. He said, I lobbed the ball up. Sean Kim come like, yeah. He said, where the fuck y'all get off calling them lobs? And Jada just sitting there. You can tell he was high. like, right, right. <laughs> so my personal pick, man, 90s basketball, like, as ridiculous as Joe Button is, I can understand it because it's Joe Button. I think I think Joe, the difference in Joe's hate versus everybody else, Joe is feeding the content machine. Right. I think Joe is right. just like, I'll talk about any of you niggas if it's a, as a means to an end to, to, like, get a message out there and drive traffic. And I'm not saying that I, I, I agree with Joe, but the issue, the thing I have with Joe with his, with his hatred is the things that he's hating on and the people he's hating on, it does have a foundation because there's a whole community who's on that train. Exactly. The hate Drake train is very, very long. The hate uh, other podcasting, we see it all over the fucking place. Yeah. Um, the Michael B. Jordan. Everybody fake hated Michael B. Jordan for a couple months mm -hmm. after the Lori shit. So it's like, it has a little bit of foundation. 90s basketball players just be like, uh, let me see. When beyond he ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Did you see the Shaq John with Chet? Chet Holmgren? Yes. No. He said, now what we got to do is, we got, I got a problem. Y'all keep calling him phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and promising. You know what I'm saying? I was phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? You got to substantiate yeah. that. And I'm just like, Shaq. Like, like he don't stop. Like, Shaq and Chuck oh, are single-handedly leading the charge. And because they're so big and larger-than-life figures and on TV 100-plus times a year and all of that shit, it's making it so that the other niggas from the mm -hmm. 90s is like, oh, this is how I get my shit out there? That's how I get popping again? Let me hate on some <laughs> young niggas. Like, Rashid Wallace was straight like, yeah, LeBron wouldn't have been shit in our era. And it's just like, he cooked y'all in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in your era. Y'all just want to chip <laughs> and then he dropped the 28 straight on y'all. Like, and like, them players from that late 90s, early day, they don't make sense ever. Barkley the other day was like, the Pistons is so bad. They need to. They might as well just go ahead and and let. He was like giving a play. A Jonah who could play, and it's just like, no, nigga, they Absolutely could not. not. 
No. Y'all are bugging, yo. Like, nobody hates the way 90s <laughs> basketball players hate. Yeah, I think I think the finalists for this award are 90s basketball players and, and Elliot, Elliot Wilson. Wilson. I, uh, Elliot Wilson's hate has been so pronounced and so consistent that, like like you said, his, he has, like, a, a aristocratic way of, like, hating. That nigga fucking took a screenshot of Nicki Minaj at Ky- Sanat Crib and just put hashtag hip-hop journalism, right. and everybody knew exactly what he meant and was like, this is some sucker shit, to the I, point where he had to issue an apology. Again, though, to, to the Joe, Joe Button point, Nicki Minaj hate train is 45 miles long. Yeah. Kai not now has developed a big hate train in, in media and outside. The New York, New York don't like Kai <laughs> Like, I understand it a little bit. I don't agree with it, but I get it. 90s basketball, like, you again, who the fuck right now could possibly hate on Chet Holmgren? A 90s nigga. Yeah. That's it. Another center. Another 90s <laughs> nigga that played center. Because no, everybody in basketball right now is just like, damn, Chet looking like rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. 33, 14, 6, and 7. Doing crazy shit. Him and Wimbiana. Wimbiana the other night had 32, 7, 7, and 7. First rookie ever to have 30 yeah. points, more than five assists, more than five steals, more than five assists, and more than five blocks in one game. It's like they're balling phenomenal. And you know, think about this. You don't never hear. What's his name that just retired from the Heat? Udonis Haslam? Yeah. You never hear them uh, from the Pistons. Ben Wallace? It's never nobody from the thousands. If right. somebody's going to speak negatively <laughs> about them, it's going to be. Vin Baker. (laughs) It's going to be somebody from the 90s that come out of nowhere. Dog, when I saw that Gary Payton shit the other day, I'm like, it's 90s players, yo. I've never heard anybody for no reason dislob City. (laughs) Because it's like, why? Like, it don't even make logical sense. So my vote is the night. Dan, you you, you give us something. Uh, It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm on Twitter so much, and I see all that Elliot nonsense. (laughs) That's like... That's what it is. I hear you. I hear you got a valid point. But if you on a Twitter space and you just see Elliot with that bullshit every day, man, yeah. just hate after hate after hate after hate, and it's not even clickbait hate. Like I can understand, like Joe Buttons know how to maneuver the algorithm, right? So he gonna do it because he know that's what y'all want. Elliot Wilson just doing it just because he's he's mad at the world. Yeah, I think Elliot Wilson is like that old get off my lawn exactly. black man. Yeah. You're not like this ain't journalism, yeah, nigga. Yeah, like it, but where's just, your notebook and your trapper keeper? <laughs> 90s niggas like that. You'll see a clip of me a 90s player. I don't know, fucking Dale Davis. <laughs> it, it, it'll be Dale Davis coming out of Costco. If somebody had a camera like, Dale Davis, man, how do you feel about the current state of the NBA? Niggas is soft. Pussies. <laughs> Couldn't have civilized. I used to <laughs> fuck niggas up in my day. Like me and my twin. You know what I'm saying? Antonio. Man. I saw my fucking Sabonis had 16 points on eight field goals the other day. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I check right in the game. Punch a nigga in the face. Bop. Just punch a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Get thrown out. I'm Yo. in the locker room. I'm drinking Henny. You know what I'm saying? That's how I do it in the 90s. In the ice cold bed. <laughs> Yo, man. Matt has made a compelling point, Yo. and uh, I'm going to be the swing vote. I'm going to go with 90s basketball players also. I think you got to, man. Because it's so many of them. So it's, it's like the, you don't know the, where it's the volume from. of the hate is so loud and so large. I went and looked the shit up the other day. I'm like, Gary Payton is... A defensive player of the year winner, 
nine-time all-defensive team tied with Jordan and Kobe for first place, and yeah. Kevin Garnett for first place ever in all-NBA all defensive team uh, appearances. Hall of Fame, he's worth $60 million, made all this money. He's the glove. He's Gary Payton. Yeah. So it's like... And got some fire weed. Yo, to just see you <laughs> arbitrarily just like... I think it's about Blake Griffin, nigga, with Sean Kemp, nigga. <laughs> like, Blake Griffin ain't thinking about it. So my man started eating all them cheeseburgers, you know what I'm saying? When he got to Cleveland, he was him, you know what I'm saying? We did that. Push Jordan to hey, six games, Jack. Before he was, before he ate six sloppy Joes in my fucking evening. Wait, what? Terrence, shit I up. think what it is, though, they, they scared they about to be forgotten. Like they about to be like the older dudes from the seventies that nobody yes. talk about no more. Absolutely, and they want to still like, be in the conversation. It's like four niggas from the seventies people talk about: Jerry West, Bill Russell, Wilt Still, uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> like, so it's like yeah. So it's like a lot of the nineties basketball player hate is based around marginalizing these guys so that one they won't be forgotten, and then two they won't have their place in history like so knocked down. Despair. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like if I'm top twenty now and niggas is doing shit that I was doing at the peak of my career I'm as rookies, I'm top two hundred now. This shit is wild. You know what? People aren't talking about that uh, lob city up and then the Clippers. Get the hell out of here! Nigga, <laughs> I was first lob. We was first, first, first lob all lob. Nigga, I used to throw things all up over here. That boy used to come get it. I got God. Making up words to substantiate the hate. But I've never, the Lob City was like the coolest shit ever. You ain't never seen nobody say nothing bad because it was so fun to see Jamal Crawford, Blake Griffin, uh, DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul. They were fun as shit. All them legendary dunk ons and lobs and oops and shit. It's just, here come the 90s. Now get the hell out of here. Straight up, man. That, was, that if, if if it was a tie, that and that I saw that two days ago. I said, oh, that 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 puts that just 90s. pushed it over the top. That <laughs> put '90s niggas over the top, man. '90s niggas with the hatred in basketball, they gotta be it. So we gave them claps right there. Yeah, that's official. '90s niggas, the Buck Nasty first, the 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 inaugural Buck Nasty Hater of the Year award. Rest in goes, peace, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> goes to the '90s basketball players. I want to have a. Uh, this is a big category. Okay. Feature of the year. Yeah. Rap feature of the year. Let's let's get let's get serious, man. You want to run them down? Party next door, members only. I was the Christopher Columbus of We're saying that, that, that. that Cardi smoked this young because the song is is buried in the <clears throat> in a part of the album where it's like, you know, if you heard, you know, a little bit too many synths or whatever, mm-hmm. you might have tuned out already. Calling for you, fucking the uh, I don't give a fuck the Yeet record or whatever, whatever. So a lot of people didn't get here until later, but I was already there. Y'all just got there, I've been there. So party next door on members only. He floated, he walked on water on that joint. Lil Wayne, big dog with Benny the Butcher. This man flipped like 34 different dog breeds in 12 bars. Like it, it was phenomenal. Like I, I couldn't believe it. And Benny did his thing, but Wayne just came on that joint. Uh, Siberian Husky flow. I've been yeah. a big dog since a puppy. Though, like that, that should have just is just God tier rap. Drake on Meltdown from Travis Scott's album. That was my early favorite. Doing some yeah, ASMR that's my, that's my shit. T time, T time, T time, T time. 
Um, and we saw the video of uh, it was a video of Trav playing his verse where the people just lose their goddamn mm-hmm. minds to that shit. Like that was one of the biggest features on the biggest selling rap album of the year. Uh, Benny the Butcher, Oprah and Gail mm-hmm. from Lil Wayne and Two Chains album. My goodness, mm-hmm. this is God tier rap. And Wayne went to space. Benny went to the multiverse. <laughs> like Benny. Benny must have heard what Wayne do two chains did, which was good. Heard what Wayne did, which was phenomenal, and said, All right, I got this. I'm gonna figure this out. The nigga said, he said, me and my I said, he's what he said, I stay next to my scale. We like Oprah and Gail. That was how he closed the yeah. shit out, and that became the name of the song. So when your final bar becomes the namesake of a record, you know you did your thing. Uh Machine Gun Kelly from The Sopranos with T Grizzly. He smoked this. Machine Gun Kelly. At this point right now, um, especially after that garbage that Jack Harlow just dropped, uh, where he literally had some of the worst raps since Vanilla Ice, um, Machine Gun Kelly is the best white rapper alive. Sorry, Marshall. Um, and he he smashed this joint. So if y'all haven't checked that out, T Grizzly, Machine Gun Kelly, Sopranos, it's a phenomenal song. Machine Gun Kelly did his thing. Future, turn your click up. <clears throat> this is my, my personal favorite, I think. Uh, with the song with Quavo, whatever, uh, where, you know, Future had about seven different flow pockets in the, in the span of this verse. And, um, you know, when his whole run, shit, that was, that was the best part of John. And he said, um, I got it out the field, fuck Russell. Luckily, Russell rebounded and actually had a pretty decent season, but he just got benched. So Sean Payton, must, say, Sean Payton must have been blasting that at the um, Broncos <laughs> facility. I got it out the field, fuck Russell. Every yeah. time Russell come to practice, Sean Payton got that shit blasted on the loudspeaker. So that was another big one. Uh, J. Cole, Secret Recipe with Lil Yachty. We talked about this verse on Patreon. We talked about it on the regular show. I don't remember the number of either one of those, but we talked about it. Um, when J. Cole wants to be, um, and he has wanted to be the last, like, three years in a row, mm-hmm. he's routinely the best rapper alive. He's the best feature person on the planet yes. at this point. It's- and just consistency of features. He's, he smoked Nicki's album. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, to, And that's a relationship record. And he did some J. Cole razzmatazz, mm-hmm. wizardry, talking about relationship shit, and he smashed that. So, J. Cole is not to be trifled with. Cardi B, put it on the floor again. She smashed mm-hmm. this joint. Energy, flow, quotables, uh, chatting, as the young as the youngins mm-hmm. say. Um, she delivered all, of, all across the board um, and delivered uh, the most memorable female verse, bar none, of the year, I think, uh, when you talk about features. J. Cole, again, <laughs> first-person shooter solidifying his place as the best uh, feature rapper on the planet. And then Andre 3000 was from earlier this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forgot about it, but he actually did have something to rap about mm-hmm. on the song this year. Um, scientists and engineers with Killer Mike and Future from Killer Mike's uh, potential album of the year, Michael. Yeah, and that was, I don't know why this matters to people, but... A- hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Apparently at the end of the year, Jay-Z puts out his list for the best songs he heard from the year. Yeah, his playlist. That was his best feature of the year was scientists and, uh, you know, and engineers. engineers. Um, <laughs> I think there are good features. I think there are great features. And then I think there are features to where it's just like, that's probably going to get remembered. You know what I'm saying? Shit that stops time. And I I think as far as like good features, I think Party Next Door members only is very good. I think Benny the Butcher and Oprah and Gail was very good. I thought Big Dog was very good. I I never heard the Machine Gun Kelly, John. I kind of tuned out for Machine Gun Kelly a little bit. Um... I think for as good as the J. Cole secret recipe John was, the fact that it was like just the way it was done, the video of him just kind of sitting there, yeah. it was like, you know, I don't think it's going to get like super duper. I look at it almost like his uh, Uchi Wally freestyle. Right. It was like, if you know, you know, but it's just not going to carry on. I don't think so. I think first person shooter with the, especially once the vi- the visual came out. Yeah. I, I put that in another realm. I got that. Cardi B put it on the floor again, and the Drake meltdown, John. And the only reason I don't got Drake meltdown all the way up there is because it was like, as good as it was, it was a bit ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was just like, all right, man, these veil threats is a little ridiculous. <laughs> but he did have a line that's kind of stuck to me where he said. Since Virgil done died, the members done put up the Louis. We not even been wearing, wearing that, that shit. shit. And it was real. That's, and, that's and, a fact. And that's a talking point from like a fashion like style side. But then also when you see that Louis Vuitton numbers is actually down for yeah. like the first time. They went from the number one brand to like number 18. Yeah, to see that is just like, damn. I guess the members. <laughs> they are not wearing it. <laughs> yeah, the members they ain't wearing that and a lot of people I know who are like you, y'all are like fashion. Yeah. They've all been like, yeah, I don't, I'm not feeling none of the Paris shit or I didn't feel this or I don't um, like these coats or why the fuck. It's they- too produced. It's too runway and it's not functional. Like, where am I going with a leather rugby on? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like shit like that. And it's like, yo, if you want to design your whole line for rappers, athletes and entertainers, that's fine. But the everyday person doesn't resonate with that because it's like, it's not functional. Right. Right. So, me personally, if I had to go with three to narrow it down, yeah. I would say meltdown, put it on the floor again, and then first person shooter. Okay. So meltdown, put it on the floor again, first person shooter. So no scientists and engineers. I think I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna just say what everybody's thinking. It's 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 God tier rap, but it's too rapidy rap. It's it it it's God tier rap, but it's like Andre three thousand is one of those people. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Cause I watched y'all do it with the blueprint. Like when he drops, motherfuckers almost make a way when there ain't no way. Yeah. Like y'all make a lane when there ain't no lane. And I get it. That's what being innovative and an engineer is. I get that. But it just too rappy. <laughs> it, it's just it's 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 a it's not too rappy. But it is a little too rapid, yeah. if that makes any sense. All right, so I'm going to eliminate Meltdown. Mm-hmm. So we got two left. We got Cardi B, put it on the floor again, and J. Cole, first-person shooter. You're not making a case for nothing else? Nah. 
Mm. I thought you was going to turn. I thought you was going to try to turn your click up in there. I mean, it was good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was good. It was very good. It was memorable. Whatever the case Future may be. Future is the king of those songs or those verses where it has the street. That 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 uh, like he's done it time and yeah. time again. He remember, did it twice last year. Remember, like, remember, married to the game. What was the line? Uh, majority of these bitches in love. They all the men ran through. Like he does that yeah. over and over. So he did that. I got it out the field. Fuck Russell. What was the joint last year? Tell Steve Harvey. I don't wanna. Yeah. He has. If we do line of the year, right? It's probably gonna be. Future would win that. But over then, and but over. then it's like when Russell Wilson comes out and is balling so goddamn hard that they trying to restructure his contract to avoid paying him that all was his the bread. Whole issue, that it's just kind of yeah. It's yeah. like all right. Well, you know that that didn't work. Right, right, <laughs> like, you right. know what I'm saying. So it's like I, I kinda... told you, I wanted to give Russell Wilson we some Family Man award. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But got bitched. Got, yeah, man, got yeah. bitched. <laughs> got bitched. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm I, I'm gonna. I feel like I know where you're going, so I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna I'm gonna make going. my case for 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 uh Bel Calise, whatever the hell her last name is yeah. for Cardi B for put it on the floor again. Um, just that whole phrasing and that goes that the put it on put rip me out the plastic I'm acting brand new that goes that's attributed to Lotto mm-hmm. but Cardi came in and took it to new heights and um you know we had the video with, I've been balling so damn hard I could have went to LSU then you got Angel Reese in the video and it's like Cardi just encapsulated so much of what was going on culturally in this verse in terms of like style uh you know quotables. Pop culture references and all of that stuff that I, I I'm I agree. I want to I, I wanna, put it on the list. It yeah, on. I, yeah. I, I, put, I think it was phenomenal. I want to lean. I want to lean toward Cardi B, but I can be swayed for J Cole. Are right, you want me to make an argument? Make an argument for J Cole. Who's the biggest artist of this generation? Drake. It's Drake by a long shot. By a wide margin. By a wide margin, right? J Cole has how many number one records in his career? One. It was this one. This one. This is J. Cole's first number one. And J. Cole gets on this number one song and immediately has people almost like mad at Drake because you didn't rap. As, like, you know, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, when you hop on a feature and you take it over to the point where the person's song, his fan base is like, nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? Don't you get on the <laughs> truck and track with Jermaine and be not fucking rapping the best of your ability? Yeah. Like, J. Cole set shit. It, it almost is like... And the crazy part is the first time I heard it, I'm listening to it and I'm just like, oh, that's great. Oh, that's dope. Oh, that's dope. When he took that pause and he came back and was like, I spread his whole shit up the crop dust. I'm like, oh man, oh, man them niggas about the to bomb atomically niggas. <laughs> said, man, he, he 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 went deep into his bomb atomically. <laughs> Man, listen. We'll, we'll, we'll talk that right brother <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> talk that first in flight shit, nigga. Talk that Amelia Earhart yeah, shit, talk nigga. That, talk that Howard Hughes shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, they go, they gonna love this on the internet. <laughs> I'm the goat with the golden pen, the top toucher, the spot rusher. I sprayed this whole shit up, the crop duster. When I heard that, I said, all right, yeah. J. Cole about to set this shit somewhere else. And then to see it with that video where Drake never does these videos, yeah. to see it have the impact it did from a visual standpoint where, you know, that tied him up with Michael Jackson. That's why he did the history, yeah. re, like the, the, the reimagining of the history at right. the end of the video. And all of it just combined, I'm just like, that that that's feature of the year. That's me, my yeah. opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I can be swayed. Um, Dan, what do you got? Yeah, Dan. Cardi or J. Cole? I mean, Cardi and them made the, the, the biggest phrase of the year. 
so bad that I added to the list of shit that I'm tired of hearing. <laughs> right. And this is the first time we had a female in the in the top of a feature category. I think second year. It was Cardi last year. Yeah, Cardi. <laughs> it's always her. And Cardi lost last year. Right? She lost last I'm year. A, I want to give it to Cardi, man. I want. I want to see a female. You know. And trying to get some. All right, yeah, and she almost single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like thirty one percent. Go on, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm for sale. I'm yeah. gonna be proud. You know what I'm saying? Are you are you thirty one percent single? You hate your nigga this week? Oh yeah. man, that's enough. Straight up. He said, and she said, yeah, no, we with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> for the kids. We not the kids. Yeah, I, I, me personally, I think Cardi is a phenomenal rapper. If she would just get off live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, stop telling us her business. Yeah, just get the fuck <laughs> off of that. You, you all of that. She done yeah. took it to uh, what you call a platform? Uh, what's White One Hundred platform? Oh, uh, oh, Clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. That's funny yeah. as shit. She went on a super rant. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's not good. <laughs> you too big for this. This is this is poverty. Oh man, it's on y'all. Like I said, I made my case. We all go where y'all want to go. I'm on my female empowerment wave. I'm going with Cardi B. Clap it up. For the whole. I'm going with Cardi B. Put it on the floor again. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, where we at? Uh, so whatever, whatever you want, big dog. Oh, I can, you know I can All right, shit. Uh, I can say that. I can say that. That goes at the end. Uh, best thing on TV this year. Okay. Let's do that. Like the energy. Like the energy. I'm feeling it. Yeah. All right. First, Went music, now we go on TV, baby. First and foremost, The Murdoch Murders. Oh, my on goodness. Netflix. That was one of the best series. You know they got a part two to it now mm-hmm. where it gets into the whole thing with him yeah. in jail and all of that. Yeah, The Murdoch Murders are the best documentary since uh what was the joint everybody went crazy about a few years ago with the boy that was like he didn't do it where the girl came on the property and uh the 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 auto adjuster came on the property she ended up getting killed on the property it was a bunch of brothers it was on netflix i know exactly what you're talking about too but i'm think i don't know why i'm thinking of uh murder uh, mountain man. but i know that's no not it's it. not murder mountain so i'm about to find it uh top netflix documentaries Of all time, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, let me get it together. I know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah. I can't think of the name of the shit. I never can do a shit. But it, that that had like a part two and a part making a murder, making, making a, a murder. murder. There you go. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, that nigga's still in jail. <laughs> <laughs> he getting out. <laughs> uh, that nigga's still in jail. All right, <laughs> Tulsa King. I've never watched that episode. Tulsa King. Uh, that's from um, the Taylor Sheridan universe, the guy that created... Uh, Ain't it Rocky? Yeah, it's, it's it's Stallone is a star, whatever. He's also one of the EPs. Taylor Sheridan is the guy that created Yellowstone, created um, the... Uh, what the hell is the name of the show with Jeremy Renner? Um, Jeremy Renner from... Uh, uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Mayor of Kingstown, uh, which is another Paramount uh, show, whatever the case oh, may be. Explains why all three of them are shot exactly this. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, 1837 and all of these shows that Taylor Sheridan has uh, created, you know what I'm saying, and uh, making himself like one of the go-to you know, power players and in in kind of like a young Dick Wolf or whatever in Hollywood. Tulsa King is starring Sylvester Stallone and basically follows the chronicles of this mob guy does 25 years for a murder. Not, you, I remember you explaining yeah. it. To, to, 25 uh, years for a murder, gets out of jail, gets Gets, gets uh, sent to relegation mm-hmm. in Tulsa, and he builds it up to a thriving uh, mob market or whatever the case may be, and then all of the crap that comes with that. Yeah, I, I've just never actually checked in. Uh, 
Suits. Even though it's from 09. Yeah. <laughs> Suits. And that goes to the fact that, you know, the, the Hollywood strike that mm-hmm. popped this year. So, you know, the writers and all of them were, were out. So a lot of the shows that we all fuck with just, you know, like, what's my shit? The, the Rookie? No new season. Yeah. Is it SVU pause. Like every no, there was no new shit. So people was just like, "All right, uh, if y'all ever watch Living Single, like motherfuckers <laughs> was just fine this shit to watch." Yeah. And people, the Parenthood, how y'all feeling about that? <laughs> Parenthood was about shit. Um, but basically, what happened was when Suits came out originally, people didn't watch it. Yeah. Because it was know, on USA. Who the fuck watches yeah, USA? Yeah, yeah. Because I literally was like, Lee had it on one day, and I came and I was just like, oh shit, the, the prince princess chick got a show? And she like, nigga, that shit was... <laughs> yes. Like, oh, that's what she was oh, doing. I thought she was just, you know, a prince. <laughs> I had no clue. I'm a geek. I was watching this. Uh, she, she, she was smoking hot on that show, too. It didn't oh, make no man. sense how good she looked. Every episode. like yeah. It's but, sick. But Suits blew the fuck up this year. Um, A universe that I tapped out of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I got threatened over my comments years ago. Uh, The Power Universe. Y'all know. Y'all remember how I went viral with the power shit. I don't... I Leave me out of power. Somehow, some way. I'll say this. Somehow, some way. The Tommy Show Force has become the best show out of all of them. It's 88 shows, ain't it? Yes. <laughs> like, everybody has a, a Everybody got a spinoff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But The Tommy Show is more rooted in the streets. It's more realistic. Um, once they and it's hands-on. Once they killed their fourth connect. <laughs> I, I told you. I oh, they killing connects on this one, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I tapped out. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't have any fucking connects y'all yeah, been nah. around. You can't kill them. Like, <laughs> that's not real. That's not real life. The, um... The Untold Sports Series this Netflix. year Netflix was phenomenal. The the way they did the Malice in the Palace, the way they did uh Tim uh Donahue with this with the uh gambling situation he was doing, the Manti Teo John, right? Uh, the Untold series this year was phenomenal. The best documentary I watched this year, bar none, was Bill Russell Legend. I still didn't watch on, it. On HBO Max. That sh- yo, you I don't know what the fuck you be doing. You gotta watch that, John Dog. It literally you you leave from it and you just like, no, Bill Russell was really that nigga. Yeah. Like he wasn't just like, cause you know the way we kind of look at it, like, oh, he was winning all them chips because he was only 6'10 nigga in the league and you know, Boston. But you realize the racism that he really had to yeah. fight through. In his own community. Like, the shit he was... Like, winning all these championships for Boston and dealing with the most racist people on the planet while fighting again. You remember the whole situation with him, Jim Brown, and mm-hmm. all? That was a phenomenal documentary. Um, the Built in America series. For yes. all of you guys don't know. Fire. The cars built in America. The toys that built America. Um, the Titans. That built America, the Titans that built them. The Titans Jones was excellent. Like, they got a whole dope series on the History Channel. That was probably one of the best series I've and seen. And you could get it on Hulu, too. Yeah. yeah. Hulu, you know, Hulu taps into a bunch of shit. Yeah. 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 I don't want to sound think, like I a, think Max um, has a thing with the History Channel, too. So yeah, they like, all got a bunch of yeah, different Jones. Partners. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Chips or whatever. Um, my favorite new show, The Bookie. Yeah. On HBO Max. Yes. It's only the first season. They're only and they do they release two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. So, so the you know, season is done. Eight yeah, episodes. Eight episodes. They just finished the shit. I just finished it the other night. That's probably the best new show I've seen this year. And a late entry. Headliners only. Yes. Chris Rock and Kevin Hart on Netflix. 
dope as shit. Yes, indeed. That shit was all of that. What you got? Um, I ain't gonna hold you. Kinda wanna pick suits. <laughs> Kinda wanna pick suits. For 2009, um, every episode is the same episode. We come up with a problem. Uh what's my man named the main uh lawyer? Not not Mike Ross, the other lawyer oh, or whatever. Uh, shit. Uh, but he comes up, he has some fucking problem. Mike Ross goes and solves the problem because he's a think tank and then they live happily ever after or they leave you with a cliffhanger and then Mike Ross solve it in the problem in the first five minutes of the next episode. Every episode is exactly yeah. the same. Hey, you and my man phenomenal support role with the mud bath and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> Lewis Lit. Yeah, Lewis Lit. At, Lewis Lit as a villain is so, is so detestable and so priceless that he carries the show where it's like you cringe every time he comes on screen, and that's the sign of like somebody doing a phenomenal job mm. of acting when you feel like a visceral reaction to seeing this person um, every single time because they're always on nut shit. And Lewis Litt is perpetually on nut shit. So even though it sounds crazy, but it's like the shit predates even our show yeah, <laughs> that we have yeah. here. But for some reason, I want to give it to Markel was not a fucking princess. No, she was not on. a princess. She was just just a girl. Yeah, just a chick named Meg. You <laughs> yeah, know trying to make it in Hollywood. Yeah, straight up. So I, I'm cool with that. It's, it, I think it's, it's, it highlights the strike. Yes. And that's cool. Yeah. Because it shows how you can create some shit, and then 10 years from when you create it, you can finally get the acknowledgement. For it. And the do- and it encapsulates the dope part of streaming and on-demand content. Yep. Because if we were still stuck in DVDs, nobody would have went back and watched fucking Suits. You, you know what? I got a Suits up. Because they, they simultaneously, <laughs> they simultaneously put it on um, Netflix and Peacock at the same time. So it's like whatever service you had, it was just Suits fucking everywhere. My homie, his uncle just came home from jail. His, his, his uncle <laughs> did 24 years. Damn. Shout right. out to Unc, man. Yeah. Welcome home. So he just came home, whatever, whatever. He pulled up on me. He was like, yeah, I'm about to go see my uncle, whatever, whatever. And I opened his car door and he had all these DVDs on the on the seat. Of course I was he like, did. I was like, yo, where the fuck did you even get these DVDs? And he was just like, oh, no, they from my uncle and shit. And I was just like, wait, what? He was like, yeah, streaming ain't he. Ain't, ain't, <laughs> you know, he ain't with the on demand. Yeah, yeah. And, and he want to watch Bad Boys too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? Try to tell him it's, it's on TV, yeah, but like, yeah, straight up. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, do you remember where you really had to like hold on? Like, because if, if I let you hold Friday after next, yeah, and you don't bring it back, <laughs> nigga, I can't watch it. <laughs> I can't watch it. Yo, that was really an awful <laughs> life. You go, your album is empty. You be like, oh, I know it was right here on page six. <laughs> I remember calling a nigga like, yo, you you got you got paper soldiers? <laughs> who, who got paper soldiers? No, call man man. He got that job. Yeah, job. that was a real thing, man. Nigga take your DVD, you cook. You're done. Done. Especially nigga take your porn DVD. Oh, you are man. you are oh, smell man. the smoke. Oh, I remember I had a spindle. Eighty eight pornos. Let me see what we got. I still don't know who took my booty talk seventy one. <laughs> I remember one of my homies, somebody took all his DVDs out of his crib but left the cases. He was mad. <laughs> motherfucker. Just sticking them in their pocket. <laughs> oh, man. You sick when he find this out. Oh, man. Good time. Shout out to Suits, man. Best thing on TV. Suits, best thing on TV 2023, even though it's from 09. Yo, straight up. Sneaker of the year. 
Sneaker of the year. This is a robust category because I don't think one shoe clear cut was uh, predominantly better than one or another. But right. there were a lot of dope releases, a lot of uh, fashion house releases with athletic brands and stuff like that. And I think that was the theme of 2023 was like fashion house and uh, boutique integration with sneaker releases. And y'all will pretty much hear it throughout this whole thing. So you got the Jordan Amamier fives, actually both colors, the uh, the white female pair and the, the black and uh, maroon, the dust male pair. I mm-hmm. love both of those. Um, the Kobe six reverse Grinch, which there's three. Yeah. Help me understand this. Damn blue button. There, 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 there's three hundred thousand pairs of these things in the atmosphere. I, I do and not. They're still four hundred to eight hundred dollars. In a, in well, my size, like I, I do not understand the reverse Grinch. I don't understand any of the Kobe shit. No. Like I, I've tried. It's sick. As a sneaker nigga, I've tried my hardest to like process all of the sneaker nonsense that has gone on in the last ten years, and. The Kobe system, like, you know you can't get the systems. No. Like, they, like it's almost like the systems vanished from <laughs> Earth. Yeah. I can get Jordan's original bread ones, but I can't find some <laughs> cheetahs. So, like, this shit is crazy. The whole Kobe universe makes zero And this is sense. what uh, VB with Vanessa Bryant was fighting for was wider distribution on the Kobe's. They give us wider distribution. They release 300,000 pairs of reverse Grinches, and you can't get them. So that means that some Armenian gentleman or some young some Jewish Nova lad. Scotian kid is sitting there with 900, <laughs> fuck, 90,000 pairs yeah. in a garage. Because the back door is real. So mm-hmm. that's my, that's definitely not winning. But I had to acknowledge how mm-hmm. dope of a shoe it is. Uh, the Travis Scott golf shoe, phenomenal shoe. Mm-hmm. Especially with, you know, the uh, the iteration of more people from urban culture, people like DJ Khaled, Steve Stout, and all of that, being more prominent with golf and everything like that. It just made perfect sense. The mm-hmm. timing was amazing. Travis Scott, uh, Jordan Shit, look one at the two low golf guys. Golf. We gonna have one. Eastside golf. Eastside golf. They got yeah. a Jordan partnership. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, a cold wall Nike tuned air all royal. So mm-hmm. they did I think three pairs. They did a white and gray pair. They did an all royal pair. Then they did a black and gray pair. Um, the royal ones phenomenal. They not even that expensive. You can get them resell right now for like under two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Matt, not your size, but yeah, you know no, normal never. people size. Never. Uh, you know up to like a thirteen. You get them for like under two hundred bucks. One hundred and seventy five to one hundred and ninety five bucks or whatever like that. Super dope. Just shoot it, just flew under the radar. And um, a Cold Wall is a very, very fire brand that um, a lot of people take inspiration from. Uh, Matt's most, one of Matt's biggest ops of the year, the Mischief Big Red Boot. Oh, I, I hate them. I hate them. I have, just because they were everywhere. I, 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 as someone, I've worn, a, I've, worn, I've worn a 15 since high school, right? So I've been in big ass boots for quite some time. <laughs> To see people go crazy for big ass boots <laughs> when y'all used to tease me about big ass boots, I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, dog. I couldn't fuck with them Jones. I hated them. Yeah, they they were everywhere. You had little Dirk wearing them. You had uh, you had little Dirk wearing them. You had uh, the guy Skimbone from Chicago. He made a funny viral video with them Jones. They were everywhere. They took over Earth. And, I did um, think Shay killed them. Oh, Shay killed them. I like the way with he the had boot cuts because that made sense. Yeah. But seeing people had them on with shorts. <laughs> It's just like, what in olive oil? Like, you look crazy with them. You look like a cartoon character. Yeah, straight up. Uh, the Tiffany, Tiffany & Co. Nike Air Max 1837. Um, high-end shoe. Mm-hmm. Heavyweight new buck like we used to get every Saturday with Jordans. We don't get mm-hmm. it no more. Heavyweight new buck uh, material. Yeah, new they buck they was like wheat chuckers. Yeah. yeah Heavyweight yeah. new buck material. Multiple, multiple laces. Uh, Tiffany silver. Um 
silver lacelets mm-hmm. and um like the little end caps or whatever on the shoes for the laces and stuff like that. Um multiple multiple laces. I think they did yellow, the Tiffany blue, green, and then black. Um the packaging, like everything. Like mm-hmm. and it was like a four hundred dollar retail shoe, which I think now is like a stack or whatever like that. But dollar for dollar, one of the best collaborations between um not even the high fashion house but like a, a high in jewelry house with a sneaker company and it worked um and that speaks to the the way and the execution of how nike does things and how um you know tiffany and their parent company lvmh execute brand integration so that was fire uh the asics gel Cayano 14 aka the hood favorite Six thousand and a fifteen for the for the Asics. That's crazy. But yeah, the eight the Asics Gel Cayano uh, fourteen, which was the hood favorite. They put out ten thousand colorways. Y'all bought all ten thousand mm-hmm. of them. Asics are now have gone from retail price of ninety five dollars to retail one forty nine, and they're reselling for up to seven and eight hundred dollars for the Kif version. Yeah, I'm boycotting Asics. Of, of these of these. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just want to let y'all know I don't fuck with that. Yeah, when I wore Asics two years ago, same thing with Matt with the red. When I wore Asics two years, why you got them old man shoes on? Yeah. Uh, Killed me for uh, wearing Asics. I yeah. had a pair of Asics right after I tore my Achilles. I was working out with them. And I remember wearing them to the in the gym. Like, you know, in the gym, it's the gym. <laughs> right. It's a no judgment zone. What you got them jaws off for? What you got them jaws off for? the fuck you get them seats? <laughs> like, they was like making jokes about this. So yeah. to see it now where it's like, Motherfuckers is going to weddings with a suit and Asics on. It's just, I, I don't yeah, know. I refuse to buy it. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I bought a couple pair on the sneak. I haven't worn none of them yet. I got a couple right, pair in the tuck. Let's speed this up. Yeah. Uh, Nike Dornbecker Romero 5. Uh, yellow, orange, bright red, fire uh, execution. And um, a shoe that I was wearing in 2018 that... Blew up this year also was the Vomero 5. Uh, the Cortez Nike Air Max 95. I think they did three colorways also. Super fire. J Balvin Jordan 3 Sunset, which is me and one of me and Matt's favorite shoes of the year. Mm-hmm. We agreed on that. Yeah, the Sunset was um, The Comme de Garçon New Balance 1906R, which just finally dropped. Mm-hmm. High-end leather. Uh, three different colorways. Solid black, black and white. And then I think there's a, another one, or I could be wrong. But super fire um, execution of a shoe. Again, high fashion house. With a sneaker brand, um, Nike, Nocta, Glide, Slime Green. Those was all that. To see Drake, Drake has been low key, and his Nocta team have been cooking up some of the best footwear executions of the year. Their remake of the Air Force One, the Love You Forever Air Force One, is magnificent. And for one hundred and sixty dollars, that's the best shoe you can buy. Mm-hmm. But they got again the lacelets, the the uh, tumbled leather. Upper on the on the uh, Air Force One. I'm wearing forces now. Undefeated Jones. Um, and then they have the uh, what's the name on the side. The Love You Forever insignia, whatever on the uh, on the side of it. Phenomenal uh, brand integration from Drake and the Nocta team. And then the Jordan Four SB, which seems to be the universal pick for everybody's sneaker of the year. All the indexes coming the, the, out. The Celtics Jones. Yes, that's that was this. Year? That's what they've been picking the uh, sneaker God of the year. Damn, yo, this year been long as shit. Yes, I thought that was last year. Um. The hardest shit on here is the Tiffany Air Force One. For sure. That that shit just... Like, when I first saw that, and I remember Jules, because he, he was... He was uh, you know, the sneaker store we bought the shit from in Dubai. Um, uh, City... Uh, what the fuck is the name of it? Fuck. But they be getting 15s left and right. Yeah. We were talking... It's uh, City Walk. And we were talking, and I was like, yo, that Tiffany Air Force One, 
You know, I don't even fuck with Air Force Ones. Right. But I'm like, I'd buy that. Like, that's a hard-ass sneaker. Then, of course, I saw it, like, the first night, and it was like, the first 15 I saw was, like, 2400 I'm like, I ain't getting that. <laughs> I ain't getting that. I'm not buying this fucking thing. Like, $2,000 for Air Force One is nuts. So, to see it now at $6,000 in the fast, just like, all right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, that, to me, is the hardest shit on there. I like the Noctis, but I don't think it covered enough ground. Right. Um, you got the Tiffany that covered the most high end ground, and the Asics covered the most just like pavement. Yeah, yeah, like just any ground. mass yeah, of yeah. like units sold, like presence. Yeah, just it brown. just being everywhere. Asics got so popular, motherfuckers start trying to buy Avias. Yeah, they said, oh, it's it's still an A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, they got these at Walmart. These are thirty ball. Uh, I hate the big red boot. Um, the Amami year is an interesting jump because. As good as it be, it kind of, like, get worse every time it drops. Yeah. Like, the Amami year ones was all there. Then the threes was dope, but they was a little less hot. <laughs> then the fours was dope, but they was a little less hot. Yeah. By the time they get, like, next year, the Amami year eights, it's going to be real Well, bad. I don't think it's going to be no more Amami oh, yeah, year because right, the, yeah, the owner yeah. got jammed up uh, backdooring and yeah. scamming and all of that stuff, and it's just like... Damn, dog. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You wanted a few, uh, you know, black faces collaborating with Nike on a high, high level. And for you to do that and just completely play yourself out of position, you're probably going to end up killing your brand equity because oh, I'm yeah. sure that multi-million dollar partnership is driving most of the equity to your business. Straight up. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on the Tiffany. I think it's yeah, the I Tiffany. Yeah, I see you already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the execution of the shoe, um, you know, the cultural significance of it, um, taking elements of the Tiffany... Um, just the Tiffany, the Tiffany dunks mm-hmm. that Diamond Supply did by having the black, the Tiffany, and then the yellow, adding the yellow in there, or whatever the case may be I, with I the laces. I, I give Tiffany a lot of credit because Tiffany historically is is it was always viewed as like uh you know it was high end, high yeah. end, but it was always it wasn't. It wasn't really close to... It was unreachable. Not un- unreachable as far as, like, the money side, but more so just... No, but I'm talking about brand culture, positioning. Right. Like, culturally, we had no connection. We always had a connection to Cartier, just through the glasses, the bracelets, yeah. all of that shit. And then, you know, as funny as it is, I told you recently, like, the Santos has been out for decades. Mm-hmm. But to see it become, like... The hood favorite. The hood fit. Like, a nigga get 15 grand and be like, Santos <laughs> me. Like, that was kind of crazy. So, to see Tiffany... Do what they did with Paddock, where that that's as high end as it, as yeah. high end as it could possibly be. But it 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 went so crazy that it made like the oyster perpetual. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Tiffany, like, that yes. jumped out the window. Yeah. Like, Tiffany, then they did the, the new bracelet, and that's become, like, yeah. the... I don't, I don't even see people craving the love bracelet no, no more. That Tiffany bracelet... They low-key ended the love bracelet. Yeah, yeah. Lowest of key, but yeah, definitely ended the juice on Clue. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, they partnership with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Right. All, all of that, like, fucking matters as far as closing proximity to a new demographic. And it's like, I remember growing up, like all of the girls had the, like the little sterling silver Tiffany mm-hmm. necklaces with the matching bracelets, which at the time was like a buck 50 for the bracelet 
one ninety five for the necklace. It's like, oh goddamn, now you rich. <laughs> like I was like, we got a big spender over yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? That's back when nails was twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like that, it had that Tiffany stamp, yeah. and it's like that Tiffany stamp has always meant something. But I think its proximity to urban America was very very far compared to other luxury brands, and mm-hmm. they considerably closed that distance in yeah. two thousand and twenty. See what they did with the Air Force One is like, damn, you magnificent. Know? Yeah. Like, to where, you know, y'all got to deal with dumbass videos. What's the nigga who fake getting out the helicopter? Oh, Fendi. Fendi, him, him and the Tiffany store <laughs> acting like an ape for the Air Force One. Like, y'all got to deal with shit like that now. So, yellow button that, Dan. Shout out to the Air Force One, Tiffany. That, that takes sneaker of the year. Uh, I want to go comeback of the year. Okay. Redemption stories. Okay. Uh, as we just talked about, the Jail Kayano 14 took over the world. So, ASICs as a brand are nominated for the comeback of the year. Also, somebody that I gave a lot of shit to last year, Matt Defender, stuck up for, but I gave a lot of shit to, um, that put her head down, did the work, and came back, and is one of the like best in the broke, world. Man. You're taking accountability. Of course. You was hard on her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she deserved it. But, she deserved you know, the shit, yes. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah. I want to also, like I said, we're going to give people their credit for doing great. We're going to give people their credit for being on bullshit. Shakari Richardson has been nothing short of phenomenal mm-hmm. the entire year and just smoking track season, competition to competition, constantly in the top three, winning a bunch of different uh, different placements, stuff like that. She beat the Jamaicans at the World Championship. Beat the Jamaicans. You got you to gotta you know you, you gotta, you gotta, gotta bow to that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Uh, the Diesel brand, going from off the list, off the index, to literally being top Three on all the fashion indexes for 2023, the diesel brand made one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen in life. Mm-hmm. Talk about being off the charts yeah. and off the reservation. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Nicki Minaj was an afterthought. People were tired of her. You were auntie. You got fat. We hate you. Your husband a rapist. Your son cute, but fuck the rest of y'all in that yeah. house. Y'all on some weird shit. <laughs> and for Nikki to just say, you know fuck what? The rest of y'all. I hate your fans. The barbs are some clowns. Nikki just put her head down and just did the work and cooked up. And when she bust out, she arguably has album of the year. Mm-hmm. Every fucking song. Charted on, uh, charted on Billboard. She's got a Fifty Cent uh, remix. She got a Drake record. She like she's covered so much ground. She says she's waiting on Rihanna vocals. Nicki Minaj, bar none, one of the best comebacks of two thousand and twenty-three. Simone Biles, Simone Biles is embroiled in a bunch of controversy and all of that mm-hmm. right now. Um, however, that ain't even real controversy. It's, it's, just, it's just, just, niggas. just mad hoes on the internet. <laughs> Which is like, that's controversy yeah. in 2023. <laughs> just angry niggas with free Wi-Fi, McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> tweeting away. Uh, but Simone Biles, uh, you know, just came back again, putting her head down, doing the work. She had to withdraw from the Olympics. Um, she got a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of shit for that, how you give up on your team and all of that. And she just came back and showed, you I'm still the GOAT. You yeah, know what I mean? Came I'm back still, and whipped still, ass, still the best like and just kicked shit. everybody's ass Straight and just up. did some black excellent shit. Um, and Chris Rock, man, mm-hmm. uh, national tour, co-headlining dates with, uh, you know, with Kevin Hart. Kevin and Hart they, gave him a GOAT. Gave, gave him a GOAT. He has uh, the biggest uh, documentary to release this month on Netflix. Yep. And he, um, he was the first... Live stream on Netflix this year. Yeah. So broke new ground with that with his stand up. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, like getting the shit slapped out of you on stage and just not going to jail for. Yeah, not letting the chopper yeah, sing. Yeah, not letting the chopper <laughs> sniff a stick. 
<laughs> Petey Crack just told his mommy how to shoot a little pool. I just motherfucker. Straight up. So I, I, I respect Chris Rock for just being able to yeah. compartmentalize and, and putting forth a valiant effort. Absolutely. I don't know what the shit was in Amber Rose right now, but hey. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Hey, listen. That's crazy. What kind of say Amber Rose said she ain't going back to Philly? <laughs> At the, all. Whatever the fuck I got to do. At all. Um, I know where I'm at. It's Shikari and Nikki. It's Shikari and Nikki. In the the theme of women empowerment for the show this year, for the awards show, it's Shikari and it's Nikki. And I'm leaning toward Nikki because... I kind of want to give them both... Like a co, yeah. I, I, like, I, I, I like that. I, I was like, there's not even Jay Kidd and Grand Hill. Yeah, you know Shikari what I'm saying? And Nikki. I, I, I like the energy because again, we man, thought both of them were kind of just yeah, like, Nikki outfit on the Kasanat interview. Like, oh, she looked amazing. That had me chef's kiss. But if you want to give them both, we give them both. Everybody kind of thought they were done. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And and you know, people who've never really played sports or done anything athletic. That shit is more mental than it is physical. Yeah. Especially on that level. Like, that's a level a lot of us just never even reach. Were you talking about the world, like, world international competition? That you you have to be so mentally focused, so mentally sharp. So to deal with what she dealt with, with the grandma and the weed and all of that, to where you you ended up as, like, a Drake punchline. You yeah. know what I mean? To deal with that to where you still got to, like, at, at remind, remember, 20 years old. Yes. Like you ain't no seasoned vet where you sharp mentally and all this shit. You still growing and evolving and got to deal with all of that shit. And to come back and do it the way she did, where she almost broke the fucking world record. She broke the internet, the uh, the uh, world record. Like, yeah. The um and the uh, the competition record. But like to almost break a world record and do it in the fashion you did, and then win another gold medal, win a fucking silver with the four by one. It's just like yo, Shikari killed that. Yeah. The Nike campaign, all of this shit, it just. She smoked it. And Nikki, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like 200K first week, 90 the next week, smoking shit. Almost 100,000 units, pure sales, like pure album sales. I, that thought the of, Barbie soundtrack. Saw the thing the other day. She apparently is going to have the number one on the TikTok billboard chart with the everybody mm-hmm. shit. I'm just like, yeah, that makes total sense. You know what I mean? Um, like, the partnership with Ice Spice, like mm-hmm. all of it is just like, Nikki just, she just put her head down and did the work, and she stayed off the internet, you know what I mean, and wasn't, you know, having meltdowns and stuff and yelling at people and everything like that, and um, she deserves all the credit in the world for just letting her work speak, and then now she's popping her shit, as she should, as she should, so come back in the year 2023, Shikari Richardson, Nikki Minaj, co-winners, clap that up, Dan. Straight up. Uh, things I don't want to see <laughs> in 2024. This is our, our biggest category with the most nominees because there's a lot of bullshit this year. Yes. There's a lot of shit that I'm just like, all right, man, I'm, I'm kind of just over these things. Can I run them down? Yeah. Gender war content as a whole. Y'all it's, broke the algo with yeah, the gender war content. Yeah, just the man, man versus women, women versus men. It just, it, it's, it's boring, it's tired. It's just like, I saw something that yesterday was just like, how the fuck do y'all keep making shows discussing this? <laughs> because <laughs> like, there's no correct answer. It, and that's the thing. When you have an answerless question, yeah. we're just going to question this we shit. We just ask it over and over again. 
I saw something yesterday. It was like, how y'all feel about 50-50? And I'm like, oh, no. We, we, we've, we've ran through so <laughs> many topics. We back to the original topics. We back on uh. 50-50, $200 dates. And is it is you, a, is you a broke nigga if you pay the tab, but she lead a tip? Like, we back to that. <laughs> All the gender war content. Like, we are fried. That's question zero. And it's not just black. Yeah. It's it's world. It's yeah. like because because if you watch the whatever pod, it's the same yeah. shit. If you watch Fresh and Fit, who they have you know a multi ethnic cast of uh, bimbos up there with yeah. them, it's the same shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Charleston White is like it was like it was funny for like a couple of months, and now it's just he shit. had me. Yeah. I was in the Charleston White verse. <laughs> he had me. Like it's gotten to the point the last couple of weeks where I'm just like, took his eye out, man. He took his eye out. Like, once you take your eye out in the name of being duh, relevant, duh, you are fried. Duh, duh. Took his eye out. That nigga took his eye out. And it's like, I, you know. They said, no, don't take the eye out. Yeah, no, let me yeah, show you what's going on yeah, with his eye. Yeah. Tried to hit a nigga with a flower pot. <laughs> <laughs> at the concert. Got knocked out at the barbershop. Yeah. He sleep. <sighs> bah. There was, and, and this, is, this, is, this right here is the, the, my problem when it comes to, like, black media. At times, I saw the story the other day of a young black woman, right? For mother of four, she had a situation where a young man, fifteen years old, was trying to break into her daughter's bedroom. She, the young boy, tried to break into the daughter's bedroom. She called the cops. They dispatched the cops. The cops came. The young boy left, or whatever, before the cops yeah. got there. They said, "Yeah, lock your windows, lock your doors." Duh, duh, duh. Long story short, the young boy came back, back and tried to get day. back yeah. in the window. She went and got her registered gun, shot him. Killed him, protecting her kids. Yep. The apartment building kicked her out for basically causing too much chaos. Yeah, and because it's, it was HUD housing, and you can't, you have, can't a have a firearm in, in, in public housing. So now they're bringing this shit to light, and I'm like, damn, this is a tragic story. This shit is like sad a little bit, and I'm like, I'm kind of getting into it. Then she's doing the live interview, and she's sitting there. You know who she's talking to? Charleston White. And show <laughs> I'm like, what in the Charleston White, like he, tra- like you can tell he's trying to care, but right. he don't really give a no, fuck because no. he's still talking. He's like, yeah, 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 cause, uh, cause, yeah, cause, uh, cause, yeah, cause, cause, yeah, yeah, cause, uh, you protecting, cause, yeah, cause, yeah, cause, yeah, cause, you know, uh, I mean, you know, you did what you had to do, you know, nigga, come and get out, you gotta. I'm like, you could have done this with anybody. He said, don't. He said, and I quote, "Don't worry about him. He did. You know, you're not worry about him. He did." So you know, worry about your babies, the babies. Yo, I think everybody's consensus pick for this is Jada Pinkett. <laughs> I think everybody's over Jada Pinkett yeah, at this point. <laughs> um, something that is annoying to me is sex content. It's just like, yo, we fucking we adults. Like it's so crude. Like yeah, like yeah, like y'all can't be that horny where y'all just all day long. It is it, and it's, you can't think like you are gonna get a Nabisco partnership. <laughs> And <laughs> you talking about dick going in the ass? I'm pretty what? sure Pringles is not sponsoring you. I'm yeah, telling Wrigley you. don't want none Wrigley, of this. Wrigley, good. Might get a fruit roll up As a platform that deals with sponsorships and ads, we got partnerships with all these different people and the Sixers, and we're going to the inauguration this week down City Hall. Like, you you have to know that like once you start talking about buttholes, like, <laughs> you have to know that. Wrigley's, Nabisco, motherfucking Axe. Procter and Gamble. <laughs> they are not coming to give you any money, man. It's Summer's Eve, you only <laughs> Summer's Eve and Durex. Summer's Eve. Uh, 
the what I would have did if Will Smith would have smacked me. <laughs> it's just like we don't need any more of these yeah, videos, y'all. Yeah. We get it. We all would have fought Will Smith. We would have fought Kimbo Slice and whoever the <laughs> right. fuck else would have came up. Tracy with Morgan, it. I hate to be the bearer of bad. Will Smith would have fucked you around. Yo, I saw the like, Tracy Morgan join the other day. Yeah. I'm like, dog, where is the Bugatti? Yeah, like, Will Smith would have tuned you up, Tracy no, Morgan. I don't know no. if you've seen you lately. Kevin Hart came out of his stand-up that we went to with a big-ass bat. And he comes out of, I'm not you none of you motherfuckers get crafty. I'm like, I, it, it was funny for a time being. Now, yeah, what you going to do when I grab that bat? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Hawkamania internet gangster promos. <laughs> oh man, this nigga. might be the dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Y'all niggas that set up the camera and then go to absolute town on a nigga who ain't there. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Jones got it. Setting up your phone to send um not even veiled anymore. Y'all are at overt Terroristic threat level yeah. threats on these 60 second, uh, 59 second promos or whatever. You need to seek help. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Instead of FaceTiming us. For the for the internet, you should FaceTime your therapist and get right with with God or whoever it is that you know uh, is your religious figure that you uh, you ascribe to. I saw one the other day where it was two niggas going off at, at some nigga, and I'm like, they look like the superpowers, like they look like the mega powers. Like, it's hold on, brother. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me get this bitch ass yeah. nigga, brother. Yeah, like I didn't know there was a force out there stronger than fucking <laughs> me. Like they look like the mega powers in this fucking video. Um. Mariah Mills. Oh, man. Ash. Fried. Cooked. Cooked. I don't even think we got to say much. Cooked. Did you did you see Zion got a tattoo? Oh, yeah. John was like uh, like the commercial. It was like no regrets. <laughs> like, it was like that. Because it was supposed to be a cross centered on his chest. And it's like slightly to the, to the, to the left titty more. Somebody in Carlos Grant was like, yo, no bullshit. Every couple of days, Zion does something that lets me further know. I don't know if he should have went to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know Zion has never done homework. Yeah, straight up, man. Um, this is my personal favorite conspiracy theories. Yeah. Because y'all just make shit up. Just for whatever reason. I'm just going to make it up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Nigga I, put some eerie music in the background yeah. and get to talking <laughs> on them TikTok videos. <laughs> Nigga be in a trance for months. Oh, I didn't even peep you out of yeah, the last yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Close, oh, close oh. friends and people selling access. Yeah. Um, number one, I'm going to lean in a little bit for this one. Uh, number one, y'all got to stop posting Popeye's chicken and, like, you doing the dishes and your close friends. Like, this shit is stupid. Who are you ducking? Like, what part of like the dish patrol is looking for you that you can only do your dishes in your close friends or you can only have like a piece of chicken in your close friend like it's ridiculous and for people that are selling access to their close friends it's like you're a weirdo because especially if you're a celebrity because it's like yeah it's a revenue stream but somebody's gonna leak your shit like because it's like if i know i could take this i could take this exclusive content and mass record in a in a select window and then sell it to TMZ, that's better than getting blocked off of your platform. Like so it's like y'all be setting yourselves up. It's like the nigga that go and cut a promo video snitching on themselves and then get locked up and it's like, who's snitching? Yeah. It's like that's the type of shit. It's like, yo, y'all putting people in y'all business and expecting them to mind their business. And it's like once somebody else knows, it's no longer a secret. So the fact that y'all are trying to operate like close friends as a business is yo, just ridiculous. I've never 
used a close friends ever on social media. I've used it if time I've or two. Ne- I, listen, I went on a nice date run back in 2019. Yo, I yo, used it. yo, I'm here. Look at the camera. Y'all ain't my <laughs> close friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have close friends. I yeah. just talk to them. I text them. Yo. <laughs> what's good, what's G? What's good? Like, I don't, I don't feel it necessary to send content to people who I've, I know Instagramly. That ain't my real friend. You know, I, real shit. The, 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 the premise of it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, y'all will see a meme and be like, no, nah, I ain't going to post this for my followers. Post for my close, close friends. Because they going to know what I'm saying <laughs> about this here meme. And it just, it's so fucking dumb. Yeah, and I'm tired of getting gaffled by, you know, I'm in so many people close friends. I'm tired of getting gaffled by them little green circles and I click on that shit and you like jumping double dutch. And it's like, this is dumb. I like, said, no, take me out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Remove let me. me out, Del. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, Del, let me out. And then I think we had one more entry. I think you skipped it. Uh, Adam 22 from No Oh, I did, yeah, I did skip over that. I'm sorry. Yeah. White supremacist man himself uh, sell his wife for content. Uh, yeah, Adam 22. that's such a bizarre. Adam sold his wife this year. Dog. Multiple times. Dog. Couple times. Couple times. He Multiple got a new joint. Yeah. 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 He let the porn star Lil D1 and, yeah. and, and, they, and they, they hit her with a train. They gangbanged her. You know what I'm saying? It's bad. And the whole uh, uh, free Crip Mac. You know yeah, Crip Mac looking at 15 federal weapons charges. We went out to L.A. and linked with Crip Mac, man. Uh, he was about to put Matt on the set. Yeah, Crip Mac was trying to make me join the Crips. <laughs> I was not with that shit. <laughs> that nigga got out the truck. I was like, damn, you hustle. Let's rumble. <laughs> I was like, what, man? <laughs> we go back here in the alley. Yo, put free, you on the set. Free Crip Mac, man. But yeah, he even, even the whole shit with Crip Mac. Yeah, he sold Crip Mac up yeah. the river, man. Tomorrow I'm busy at work. Like, yeah. that's the most white man shit man, ever. Yeah, I don't fuck with And shout out to our white allies, but that's the most white man shit ever. Where Yo. it's like, I, I, so I'm supposed to rearrange, I'm supposed to push this interview back in order to go to court for him and be a character witness. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you had a soul, yeah. yeah. Jules, Jules was ahead of the curve, man. He do not fuck with Adam 22. Ad, Adam, is, Adam is, is a Satanist. Straight up. What you got with this one? Um, I ain't gonna hold you. This could be the first time where the field could win. I'm like, like the yeah. whole <laughs> field. Like, every fucking body. Every fucking body. Yeah. You, 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 you yeah. Motherfucker, remember when you played baseball when you was young and had a box of trophies? <laughs> yeah. Like, come, get everybody get a trophy. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, this shit was bad, man. Because yeah, like, I, I have enough of a problem with all of this yeah. to where it's like, y'all all could win. Like, <laughs> the unit. <laughs> One band, one sound. Yeah, one band, one sound. Y'all get a banner. <laughs> Sex <laughs> content, gender war content, Charleston White, Jada Pinkett, Adam 22, Mariah Mills, What I Would Have Done If Will Smith Smack Me content, Internet Hulk, Hulkamania, Gangster Promos, Conspiracy Theories, and People Selling Access to Their Close Friends. Hey, that's man, funny. That's a super shit. clap right there, Dan. Yeah, clap that up. That yellow it. button. <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> 2023 edition of the TRP Awards. This is the seventh annual Chad here. I'm Matt. We're back, man, to uh to 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 give people the credit they deserve for being brilliant, being stupid. What's that? Oh cool. Get my, get my lunch out the frame. Yeah. Uh we're we are here to give people the credit they deserve for being excellent, for being brilliant, and for being dumb as hell throughout the course of the year. And uh we got some more uh, got some more awards to give out, man. Given out a few so far, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, uh, Shakari Richardson, um, a whole we we had one award where the field won. You know yeah. what I mean? We've done a lot, man. Um, um where do you want to go next, my brother? I, I album of the year. 
You're going to have, because I, I haven't heard half of these. I don't even know All who right, half cool. of these albums are. Uh, album of the year. Uh, as y'all know, have seen past TRP award shows. You know, we just go the, we go the whole field. We don't just go by category, whatever, whatever. We basically aggregate it down to all of the albums that we like, albums that y'all like, the albums that broke through, um, whether performed commercially, did something artistically, uh, you know, genre bending or whatever like that. And they all go in one category. So this is not rap album of the year. It's not R and B album of the year. It's not TikTok album of the year. Just album they of the year. Just some albums. V's Ganger. Um, V's from Detroit, Michigan. Um, he got ranked Rolling Stones number two uh, rap album of the year. And he was also, I think, in the top 30, number 29 or something like that for all albums of the year. Um, this album was uh, an independent release through Empire Records. Performed so well, it led to him doing a partnership and then releasing a deluxe version of that same album with uh, Warner Brothers. Um, and he's been one of the first, you know, in a, this new generation of Detroit artists to sign a major deal. He had the song You Dig with Lil Baby and 42 Doug. Last year, stuff like that. So this was kind of like V's coming out party and his culmination of a genre-bending um, collection of songs, of soul samples, you know, Detroit-inspired uh, Detroit, uh, high-energy hip-hop, uh, drill music, everything all, you know, clashed together in um, an imperfect, perfect way. Um, V's actually uh, had one of his placements, was on the uh, Jay-Z year-ending um uh, on the Jay-Z year ending, um, you know, playlist that he puts out every year on title. Um, so shout out to V's, one of my favorite albums of the year. Drake, for all the dogs slash scary hours three, because you got to include the deluxe or whatever like that, because the initial reaction was, what the fuck is this album? Then fucking scary hours three came out and everybody shut the fuck up. So, um, you know, Drake sustained excellence 15 years in the game, still putting out, you know, music at an incredible clip. This is one of his mo most robust, uh, you know, bodies of work. I think it came in total, like, 25 songs once he added all of the deluxe songs, 25, 26 songs, something like that. Um, and overall, the album is kicking ass, multiple formats and all this different stuff. I don't give a fuck with Yeet. Um, the... Uh Second collection, the second collection of the records had a record with another record with J. Cole on there that you know the Boom Bappians loved and things like that. Um, and he's you know being Drake serving a lot of different genres, and Slime You Out is one of the best songs of the year. Um, tour, all I wanted was everything, gotta go Philly with this tour. Um, started with all I wanted was everything, and then it continued into the life of the party. But this particular body of work, it's um, well thought out, it's well executed. It's topical. It's relationship records. It's you know, it's it's drill records. It like it, it it serves a lot of different purposes, and we haven't seen a Philly artist do that in a long time. Um, you know, maybe since you know one of the early Uzi records or whatever like that, where you know you touch all these different formats and things like that within the uh, the body of one record. And I think that Tours album, song for song, pound for pound, video for video. Um, it's up there with any major label release, and they did this independently. Shout out to Dope Records. This is not a paid promo. I really, really believe in this album. Uh, Lil Yachty, let's start here. This is Lil Yachty basically doing uh, Tame Impala uh, cosplay, making a more alt-rock, folk, uh, R&B, soul-driven album, and it's very, very well executed. You know, I, you know, I, I try to let... <clears throat> stuff die down as far as like all of the hype around it before I give it an honest listen. And I listened to this album, lived with it for a while, the last few weeks. And um, it really is one of the best albums of the year. Uh, Chris Brown, 1111, uh, his follow up to the breezy album was performed commercially, which we said should have been uh, R and B album of the year at the Grammys last year. Uh, but this is his follow up to that excellent project, uh, 11 songs, 
And, you know, Chris Brown just being Chris Brown, he's got thousands of songs in the archive, and he just continues to execute like he always does. Uh, Gunna, Gift and a Curse, this is a Matt submission. That's all I got. Are you all right over there? Oh, you. you, 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 you uh, but universally, uh, Fuck You Me, uh, the highest performing hip-hop song of the year, 400 million streams, all of that. I, I've had people make fake pages to troll me about this gun and shit. Like, you know, y'all y'all, y'all like it. I love it. I just, this is not for me. I'm not listening to it for other reasons. Uh, Killer Mike, Michael. Uh, Killer Mike is one of the best rappers on the planet and has been since the whole world with Outkast. That just is what it is. Um, you know, this man is, you know, well-read, well-educated, community leader, a father, um, you know, an entrepreneur, businessman, all of the above. And, um, you know, he checks a lot of boxes and they all come out in his music. And um, this album was was no different than what he's done over the last, you know, 10 years with Run the Jewels and, you know, other solo projects and things like that. Killer Mike never disappoints in terms of, you know, lyrical wizardry and well-thought-out adult contemporary hip-hop. Uh, Victoria uh, Monet, Jaguar 2. Victoria Monet is taking the country by storm. Uh uh what's the what's the song she has this the my mama yeah oh my mama um you know just basically taking like this hood staple of a record this hood mantra and flipping it into a huge r&b record is brilliant on her part she's got plenty of other songs though um you know she's she's like i said she's touring you know she's she's you know, starting to, you know, be in demand for features and things like that. And she made an authentic R&B album that I think everybody could love. And then uh, an entry that I just added, uh, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown scaring the hoes. When I tell y'all, like, the best production of the year is on this album. And, you know, when Jay, when Danny Brown first was breaking, you know, some years ago, he was actually discovered by Tony Yeo, took him to 50 Cent. 50 didn't want nothing to do with him. He didn't understand it. So nigga with a press out and a missing tooth and stuff like that. Uh, and then, you know, eventually Danny Brown ended up landing where he landed, um, you know, on the indie circuit and, you know, and dominated as a presence, um, you know, in hip hop there around the time when ASAP Rocky was emerging. And um, to see him be able to come back authentically, you know, be Danny and then blend with a high level lyric it's like JPEG Mafia, and they make this perfect blend of kind of like sweet and sour on all of these different records. And the production is like, it, it, it's just unlike anything I've ever heard before, um, you know, in a hip-hop album. And just for the production alone, it deserves consideration for album of the year. That's everybody. Long list of, 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 of Titans that are yeah. all battling for album of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't realize music was down this bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I, I be honest, I, I, I've out of this list, I've listened to three of these albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm never cutting on some of this shit just on the strength. The um, you know, if I had to pick off of this list from what I've heard, it's for all the dogs, gift and a curse, and the Killer Mike album. Like, I've started to get into the Nicki Minaj album. For all the oh, dogs. I skipped Nikki Pink Friday too. I'm tripping. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, you definitely skipped over that. <laughs> Apologies, and, Queen. And I don't understand how you don't have Travis Scott on here, but you have Travis Scott later on when the Utopia. No, because that's that sales. That's sales driven, though. Yeah, his, his MVP stats and his no, music. No, I'm just saying. What shouldn't the album be on here? Though? No, no, it's not a good album. Oh, I thought you liked it. <laughs> no, I like four oh, songs. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! I, honestly, I, I thought you was like in love with the album or something. No, I'm oh. giving Travis Scott his props for being a businessman. And oh a, no, but I thought I just units. thought you was really into the Utopia album. No, my, my fault. It's not a good album, and that's what I mean. A <laughs> lot of these albums, like the Gift and the Curse, John, 
you you got to give Gunna the reason I put on her is because I give Gunna his props for being able to like get above all the nonsense absolutely and get an album out mm-hmm. and then like you said V's ganger was Rolling Stone number two he was Rolling Stone number one so it's like you got to get a nigga credit he definitely yeah, for sure he had the album of the year let Rolling Stone tell it and that fuck you mean if we did song of the year that, that would probably be song of the year that that, that song was crazy Sub-bomb. for all the dogs. To me was was great, but people hated the shit at yeah. first. The scary hours three kind of repositioned people's view on it. Yeah, I personally like I like the back end of the album more. I like the front of the album. Yeah, so it's like I like members only. I like Drew Picasso. I like uh 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 uh. God damn it! I can't think of the name of it. Um, I remember and all of these different right. Like yeah. I, I like the end of the album so. It's really on you because I, I have no. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say for all the dogs and just let you. Pick my something. my pick is Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday too. When you talk about somebody, I was about to say Dan. Uh, yes, yeah, so when you when you have somebody coming back from you know a huge amount of adversity like Nicki did, and then coming with an album that sonically is pleasing to where it's like every song you hear, you're like, oh, I can fuck with this. Like even before she says one word on every song, you just the sonics are just so pleasing to the ear that you give it an open ear to listen to it, which explains why every song is a essentially performing the same way chart wise because motherfuckers are listening to the whole entire album. Right. So that's not something that's common in an era where we're so single driven and things like that, where it's like you have almost identical performance across the board with every song from the first song to the 21st song. All of them are performing the same. Right. Um, she came back with the, uh, you know, with the beat beat remix with 50, the song with J Cole that I referenced earlier that, you know, he absolutely smoked that record. Um, the Drake needles record, which was a record that was supposed to be on for the dogs. Didn't fit the Sonics, gave it to Nikki repositioned it. And she came and put, you know, two, three verses on that record. Uh, the everybody record, which is breaking, you know, breaking barriers on TikTok, And this is finally like, we're seeing a main, stream artists dominate the TikTok charts through a record like that because right. it's normally the underdog artists or whatever that are breaking through TikTok. So Nikki, as far as every format, she had a number one gospel song on this album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she went number one on the gospel chart. So it's like, when you talk about serving multiple formats, putting guests in their proper perspective, um, repositioning yourself and executing the songs with dope lyrical content, taking chances like doing the Biggie flow on a Barbie Dangerous shit like that. Like It, it has to be Nicki Minaj to yeah. me. I get it. I, hey, uh, yellow button, Dan. Do you still have a car? Yes, I still have a car. Okay, <laughs> still have a Apparently, you can't tow handicap cars. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the that's the law. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, stop ramping up. That's the law. That's why I tell anybody. I'm like, yo, if this, it, that's why I tell everybody, like, yo, if there's anything a little bit wrong with you, get that handicap designation, dog. At least your car won't get towed. What yeah, the hell? straight up. So yes, Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday Two, TRPE Album of the Year, 2023. Uh, most ridiculous IG caption. You know what I'm saying? Dan's back just in time. Yeah, just you're, in you're, time. You're back. Starting out, I'm just a girl. That that blew up this year. Um, I get it, but no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it, but no. Now, now is that like a, a LG Accelerator like stab? Or this record, or what do you uh, mean? Is that like a uh, is is that like a response to the LG barbecue community? But the the, the like, Yeah. Oh no! Is it, no, <laughs> is it just, like some something subliminal? Yeah, like it's a subliminal oh, shot. Oh, like, oh yeah, I've seen I've seen girls use it for various different things that make no sense anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Okay, fixing a carburetor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah, this just eating chicken wings and the caption is I'm just a girl. Like what what does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Um. 
My legs are cramping up from all this business I've been doing. <laughs> That's the early favorite. <laughs> y'all, y'all ran standing on business into the. I feel like you ain't been standing on business <laughs> <laughs> for as long as it's been around. Who did just make a, a super resurgence uh, like this? Is it say? I feel, I feel like, like you ain't been standing, standing on business. <laughs> <laughs> Was other than Drewski and say I said I'm I'm on one man army type shit one verse fifty stand on business. Oh, oh. I feel like you ain't been standing on business. That shit when when, uh, when he was like playing shit standing on business. We stand on business. I play my shit standing on business. <laughs> standing on business. The nigga, did you see the one where he was in the studio and he was rapping? He had his rap book and it was standing on business all over. He was standing on business. <laughs> standing on business. <laughs> they got a whole rat page standing just on said, standing on bit. That nigga's an idiot, man. But yeah, y'all y'all ran standing on business into the absolute ground. Oh yeah, to the depths. They ran it into the ground. Uh, soft girl era. Yeah, let me take this one. Y'all uh, yeah, tough, tough assholes, <laughs> liars. Y'all some tough ass. Y'all are the toughest young men I know. And um, there's nothing soft about this era, yo, man. Yo, straight up. Nigga man. can't make enough. Nigga can't take you nowhere. Like, this, this is not a soft era, man. Uh, it was a joint. Tougher than leather, actually. Did I screenshot it? Because I seen it on... Oh, no, that was something else. That was on Facebook. The um, Rip Me Out the Plastic, I've been acting brand new. I like the, I like the record. Y'all did, you know, when it first... Pop, y'all was y'all were literally ripping yourselves out of plastic. Yeah. I saw a girl. Come, here, come here, I'm gonna suffocate. Yeah, I, <laughs> to act I, saw a, I saw a girl come out of plastic. Yes, like she was brand new. Yeah, I seen that happen. Remember the concert where I had bags over their head? Yeah. It's just, it was strange, man. Hey, y'all were literally living your rhymes out. <laughs> like literally. this one is my personal favorite for most ridiculous, and I'm gonna tell you why. This caption is never had to do too much. <laughs> the girls who post never had to do too much are always doing too much. All they all had body surgery. <laughs> That's a lot. Like, like I hate to be it's an that intensive guy. process. That's an intense process. Intense, invasive. That's a lot. Dangerous. Yo, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. Yo, that's not. That's not you not doing too much. Yeah. That's yeah. doing a lot. That's doing a lot. It's compromising your health. Yeah, like straight up. And, you know, get it fucked up. There are Jones that look really, really good, but it's like that's that's doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go, you get an MRI and they like, yeah, man, no torn ligaments. You're like, oh, I bet. But you get an MRI and they like, yeah, you're going to go three surgeries. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Seriously. So if I had to boil it down to two, never had to do too much in that goddamn standing on Standing on midnight. <laughs> I feel like we've been standing on business. Oh, the girl straight said my legs is cramping up from all this business I've been standing on. Like what? The yo? standing on business memes are the best shit on the internet, though. Yo. Where it's like me business. Yeah, standing on all kids' shoulders and <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going with standing on business. Yeah, I'm going to stand on business. You almost got to. It, it took over Earth this year. It encapsulated 2020. And there are so many like variations of it. Like it's all over the place. People just, you know, the the, the I'm, I'm doing this with the business standing on. It's just <laughs> right. so much shit going on. Like, standing on business is becoming like power. Like, it's yeah. got its own universe. <laughs> right. Like, there's a whole business universe that needs to be standing on. I'm will hype when I'm standing on business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Standing on business. Shout out to you for uh, being a winner 
of the 2003 most ridiculous IG caption, fanning on business and all your variations. I want to put these two together because I'm going to come and give out our solo awards. Okay. But I want to put these two together because they go hand in hand. Top five TRPE episodes of 2023. Yes, Lord. This is us being more, a little bit more serious in this moment. Dr. Umar's interview. Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar interview with TRPE was a bomb. It was a bomb. And it also set the trend of showing podcasters, not just radio people, because prior to us, he did primarily did radio based mm-hmm. interviews, showed podcasters that you can have a podcast conversation with Umar and it will ignite the Internet. It mm-hmm. almost never fails. He did a joint with us. He did a joint with Brother Seamoss and them. He did a joint, two joints with Daily Wrap-Up Crew. One was a heated debate, and one was just like another, you know, interview-style episode or whatever the case may be. And I think us putting Umar in that light to just – we talked about it on Patreon. He's a self-starter. You ain't got to do too much to get Umar going. So us just feeding him, feeding him, feeding him topics, 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 mm-hmm. and just letting him go, get out the way. it just – Created like a fucking bomb, and to date we had like six hundred ten thousand um, Instagram views, over a million on TikTok, um, millions and millions of global impressions and stuff like that. It affected our economy and our bottom line of how we run our business, and um, it created a trend. So definitely, Doctor Umar episode is in that top five. Uh, the smart interview. The smart interview. Smart interview was dope because it almost didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to choke smart out. <laughs> yeah, out it was. It, it almost didn't happen. And again, us being trendsetters, you know, smart had did a a, a big interview with uh, Mav Hoffa in 2021 that kind of broke the internet, but then he basically went silent. Nobody was talking to him. Nobody was touching him. And then right immediately after we did our episode with Smart, everybody in the world wants to talk to Smart. And shout out to Smart. That's somebody I consider a friend now. You know, we have an open line of communication to each other. Guy's number. He got mine, whatever, whatever. He wants to plan some events with us and stuff like that because we helped with the resurgence of Smart. And that interview kind of came out and was a slow cooker. And it was like 4,000 views and then like 6,000 and then 8,000 and it just blew the fuck up. And now that's just at 77,000 views today bro yeah so shout out to smart and his whole team man um you want to see a lot from us and them in the future our ultimate goal and i guess i can say it here i don't want to buy a silly but our goal is to get some combination of smart dr umar pastor carl and bf in the yeah. same room yeah, yeah. everybody's head's going to fucking explode straight up <laughs> Just bring in like one of our white friends. Yeah, I'm gonna be off the camera. I'm gonna yeah. just be feeding shit from, a, yeah. from from behind the camera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so uh so 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 these hoes, what y'all got? And yeah. just watch them just go ahead and like like pit bulls fighting giving over us, giving them twenty year old topics. <laughs> you know, Denny's don't like black people. Like, <laughs> just saying shit like shit. Uh, H H Greg going out of business. What yeah. y'all got on that? Uh, Tone Trump. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I I I don't really have a close connection to Tone Trump. Yeah, but just all throughout life, it was like Tone Trump is like he's here, but he ain't like he's omnipresent. Yeah, Tone Trump was like uh, trying to think like the CM Punk of Philadelphia, <laughs> where it's like when he's around, it's it's a pretty good career, but then he's him and McMahon ain't fucking with each other, and <laughs> right. you don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, and I kind of looked at it like I don't know what Tone Trump we gonna get. I don't yeah. know if we're going to get rapper Tone Trump. I don't know if we're going to get, you know, halal Tone Trump. I don't know if we're going to get movie Tone Trump. I just don't know what the hell we're going to get. And when he showed up, I'm just like, yeah, see, I don't even think he know what Tone <laughs> Trump he's about to be today. And then we get into the interview, and that interview for me highlights just how good we are at interviewing. Yeah. Because it made him seem just so regular. 
Yeah. Where you always, you know, a lot of these entertainers give you like a lot of like. A lot of fluff. A, a lot, lot of bravado. Lot of but it literally got to the point where he was just like talking and he was being his funny, charismatic yeah. self. Even the drummer, he was just like, yo, I can't rap better than these niggas. You know what I'm saying? So I got to keep these niggas away from these fucking beats because this nigga's phenomenal. Right. It's like, I know I can out-talk the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Most of these niggas can't read. I know I ain't dealing with no <laughs> rocket science. It's like, it was him just being charismatic and funny as shit. So I really enjoyed the Tone Trump interview. Yeah, no, the Tone Trump interview was definitely a full circle moment for me because I remember when I was, you know, young C. Diddy and I'm uh, emerging and trying to do my thing in the music industry and shit like that. People like Tone Trump, people like Neef Buck, people like Reddy Rock, people like Garcy. Um, these people all embraced me and saw the vision of what I was trying to do and wanted to be a part of this shit and basically, you know, looked at it as like, yo, you a nigga from, you know, from Southwest, bounce back and forth between Southwest and West, whatever, whatever. You know who you know. We know a lot of the same people, whatever, whatever. You trying to basically put on for your side of the city at a time where it's like it wasn't really nothing shaking out of Southwest. And, um, you know, Tone Trump was somebody that always made itself available to me and shit like that. And over the time, we just forged a brotherhood and a relationship due to, uh, some shared values and a mutual disdain for a lot of the same people. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, it was definitely a full circle moment to be able to come back around, you know, uh, 10, 12 years later that post the height of like our relationship and showcase him in such a positive light to where people are every day are like, yo, that Tone Trump interview, man, y'all smoke that joint. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I really fuck with that joint. I didn't know what to think of him or whatever, whatever, what to expect, but y'all really delivered. So I'm really proud of that one. Yeah. Our interview with Mayor Nutter. Is is for sure top on five, top five. Um, you know that's one of them ones where I I didn't. Again, I look at the mayor of a big large city, especially from when I was young. Whereas, like the mayor was just such a far out, you know, like who even knows? how you become the mayor? Yeah, like, who even knows this shit? And the part that I like the most in that interview is the fact that he always kind of had a stigma on him of being like disconnected, not really one of us, mm -hmm. a bit of like a, a, a cornball and all these different things. Yeah. And then we met him that night and we spoke about it at the live show and it was hilarious how we spoke about how we yeah. met him and shit because Kev was like, no, tell the real story. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, we didn't think we could tell it, but yeah, <laughs> like we met him and I kind of, I, I kind of peeped it first. I just was like, Yo, we got to have him on the podcast, yo. Because yeah. I'm like, the way he's talking and the way he's acting, it's nothing like what I thought. And I, I said it to Kevin, like, we got to get him on the show. And Kevin was like, yo, that shit would be fucking crazy. And sure enough, you know, you came over. We started talking. Rod was there. Marv was there. Anwar was there. There was a bunch of us there. And that was the night of your birthday. Yeah. And we just started talking, chopping it up. And then he's like, yo, um... Yeah, well, y'all do a, a podcast? We like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, yeah, no. I, look, I, I'd like to do that. I like y'all. You know what I'm saying? I want to yeah. do that. So fast forward, me and Kev went to lunch that day. I think we went to Rouge. We was mm -hmm. at lunch, and Mike Nutter just happened to be in there. So he came over to the table, was like, don't you do a radio show? And I'm like, <laughs> something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Meanwhile, he has a podcast, right. which makes it even funnier right, to right, call right. it a radio show. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, something like that, little podcast, whatever. He was like, oh, man, I need to do that, John. And the way he said it, I'm just like, yo, he said, John, clean as shit. And, you know, we had him come up and... The way he talked, the passion he talked about Philadelphia, the 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 love that he had for being the mayor. Yeah. And, it, you know, even when he spoke on the show about how lockstep him, the DA, and the chief of police were, and then you see now where 
the mayor's over here, the DA's over here, mm-hmm. the chief of police is quitting. Yeah. And then they going to quit. Like, it's just, it's all over the place. And you see the rise in violence, the rise in crime. And you look back on it where it's like, for all the bullshit that we really had and we really, like, thought we had, we really did have, like, the best Philadelphia ever. Yes, we did. And we, real shit, like, 06 to 2014, 15, that was the best time that you could go anywhere in the city. Shit you, was smooth. You could just be outside 3, 4 in the morning. I remember that shit. We used to just be outside yeah. everywhere. And now there's just just looming presence of nastiness all over the place, and it wasn't that. And you heard in the way he talked and the energy that he talked for the people. That story he told about the little girl, he keeps the photo in his wallet and all these different things. And then when I started talking to older people who listened to the show and they were like, yo, man, the way he was talking about, like, you know, the the disco, the way he was talking about the Bynum brothers, the way he was talking about hanging out here and going to do, like, he's a real Philadelphia black man from West Philly. And to see older people enjoy listening to him and then the people from our age range like the millennials like yo I had Mike Nutter all wrong yeah, I had Mike Nutter fucked up I had him <laughs> fucked up like, real shit real talk and then Kev was like afterwards Kev was like yo I walked into the restaurant and Mike is like his nose is in the air like yeah he feeling it yeah. people walking up to him like oh I heard you on TV so I'm just like yeah no the Mike Nutter drone was dope man phenomenal that was and, a good ass interview and then the final one of our top five Chad and Caicos I think that every year when we're traveling, um, because the Middle East, Matt and El Chato was another one. Our travel blogs yeah, and how right. we cover our travel and stuff like that in such specific detail. Um, where to go, what we did, mm-hmm. where to stay away from, the nightlife experience. Uh, the bullshit you encounter the on the trip. The bullshit you encounter on the travel. Like, mm-hmm. what's the what's the flight was like, all of that stuff. I think that um, the way that we encapsulate that, we always have to include one of those episodes yeah. in our top five every year. And it was one of our most listened to, most viewed episodes of the year. And then honorable mention for a two-part, which was DG and DA, Dave Edelman, Dave Gold from Philadelphia 76. So shout out to him. I'm wearing my merch today. Um, gave us two, two knockdown, two knockdown, drag out, amazing episodes for two totally different reasons. Mm-hmm. One was more so, you know, like business centric and about like, you know, a profile of, of DA. And then the other one being more like about the full scope of the corporate citizenship and responsibility of H, HBSC and the Sixers as an organization and the things that they're doing. And, um, you know, how we could bring light to that and, you know, work in tandem with them. So uh, overall, I think those encapsulate the best uh, seven episodes. But, uh, you know, Umar, Smart, Tone Trump, Mayor Nutter, and then Chad and Keiko's being the top five of 2023. Straight up. Feel free to leave a comment and let let us know what y'all top five is if y'all disagree with that list. Oh, you don't want to pick one. You just want to do top five. Yeah, just top five. Oh, okay. Yeah, now that I'm reading it, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I think that's the fairest way to do it. It's top, it's top five, no order for me. They all, you know, it's kind of like your kids. They all mean something different for different reasons, but I think these five stood out above the remaining episodes we did for the whole year. Yeah, I like that because I was about to pick, man, nut over all you niggas. <laughs> but all right, yeah, I'm with that. All right, well, this one we can pick. We can pick. The top TRPE moment of the year. That's Lord. Um... Steaming the Koofies. I, to this day, I have beef with 19 Keys. Yo, that's... Like, you know what I'm saying? If I see 19 Keys tomorrow, man, it's going to be one of these. Let me holler at you, bro. Oh, man. The, the... <laughs> I'm still you. looking for the audio of Jim Jones saying I'm going to smack the Koofy on me. I can't find it. It's so funny because it's like... We were literally getting in the car. 
to yes, go to, to New go. York. We were literally like I had a foot in. <laughs> we was going to New York, and these niggas sent a motherfucking email that said craziest email of all time. The craziest email of all time. He said Keys did a live show last night. You know things got a little carried away, and he's not really trying to do anything in the day. Yeah. So we're going to need to reschedule this interview. And we both just collectively came up with, what the, what the, yeah, what? Yeah, man, what? <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> yeah, man, what? He don't what? feel like thinking Yeah, I still don't know what it means to this <laughs> day. what? I still don't know, man. You know what I mean? And we were so, we were so befuddled that we, like, you know how you just, like, you get so confused that you only got two options. Is eat something or go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> let's just get some food, man. Niggas was like, man, let's just go get some food, man. It's a ridic- he's a ridiculous nigga, man. And we went to Rouge and was just like, remember the first 10 minutes, we kind of just sat there. Like, we yeah, weren't really, days in silence. We weren't really looking at the menus and shit. <laughs> just kind of there. Hey, you, can, can I get you guys anything? Yeah, some understanding. Yeah, 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 straight up. Let me, get a, let me get a large understanding. And then we came back and we recorded that show. And you just like, I want the same goddamn respect. You give any fucking podcast. Because what the fuck? We made a fucking commitment. We coming out the yeah. fucking city. Like, how the fuck? It's like, yo, if this was Good Morning America, y'all niggas would have been there prompt on time, steaming the goofy. Yes, he would have. Like, In yo, the green room. Yo. Getting it down. <laughs> <laughs> getting to it. No, put the still water in there. You got to put the still water in the steamer. You know no. what I'm saying? Steamer the goofies. <laughs> that was legendary. Uh, Lizzo Papa Perk. Girl, what's up with that, that nana? Yeah, straight up. That's one of the funniest laughs of the year. Lizzo with all her nonsense that went on. Um, 200 porn channels not being enough. It's one of those if you if you <laughs> you had to be there to really get how ridiculous that is. One of my homies got the fire stick and the new TV joint that they using has a new porn selection and it's not 200 channels. The you, the old one used to be 200. No. The old one used to be 600. 600, yeah. And the new one only has 200 <laughs> and he had a meltdown about the shit. And we like 200 porn channels not enough. Yeah. He's like, no, because the pinky joint not on there. Like, it's mad channels. It just ain't on there no more. He was pissed. You know what? I kind of agree with him now, right? (laughs) All right. (laughs) I got to agree with him. I was on Pornhub. I was on page like 1172. (laughs) I still was scrolling. So so to that, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Do, are, do, do you constantly need a new one, or do you have like favorites? I got, I got, I got like five. That's my go-to. I got, like, I got a good seven or eight. But, but like, then other than that, like it just depends on how I yeah, feel. The day, yeah. You know I what I'm saying? I'm going to burn up my five. Like, yeah, you right. got to Because I know if I come across yeah. one of my five, I'm going right yeah, to over, it. Man. That, that, I'm done. Yeah, it's that, that, it's over. Right. So I got to be careful. Yo, you pick on one of your five. It's over. Yeah. 13 seconds. Before he was done. Yeah. Baby, the fuck. gonna take long. You know what I'm saying? Yo, where were you at? Oh, oh, <laughs> Forever. <laughs> it's in a coma. Yeah. It's hibernating. Yo, that's funny as shit, man. Oh, my God. The West Philly special. <laughs> Do you remember how ridiculous yes. this was? The West Philly special, for those who don't know, is the reverse bomb on yeah. the car. When they got the back windshield <laughs> bombed the fucking no. The, the front, front windshield, windshield bombed bomb. out. And the back, back windshield, windshield is clear. clear for the car. I saw one of them. I was up in Willow Grove the other day on Friday. 
and a nigga had the reverse yo, bomb in Willow Grove. Yo. <laughs> the side windows in the front. I see him backing up, parking. Then I look, and then it's like the glare of sun came in. The back was clear as a motherfucker. You want to hear the funniest shit ever? I'm standing in front of Tasty's, right? West Philly, 52nd Street. (laughs) Of course. The nigga is flying down 52nd Street. Flying in a show tourist. The S.A. Joe tourist. Flying. As he's coming down, you can't see. It looked like a suicide bomber because the front <laughs> is bombed. It looked like a black piece of construction paper. Negative 10%. You can't see in the shit. Yeah, I'm on my tent matte black. He flies around everything because it was like a couple cars double parked. He flies around and goes fucking through the light, keeps going. The back windshield is so clear that you can see him perfectly. <laughs> and the nigga looked like he had on a sombrero. <laughs> he had on this big ass hat. I want a big future hat. Like, Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> the front windshield was black than a motherfucker. Yeah. And then he rode past. You could see directly in the back of the car. I fell out off of that shit, man. The West Philly special. And then LeBron has had four Hall of Fame careers. I'm not sure we have one clip that has done with that. No, fucking absolutely not. It's over. T- it's well over 10 million, probably close to 20 million views now between all these different platforms. People have taken it, repurposed it, add their own individual oh. flair and video to it and, and context to it and this and that. Like, the shit just won't go away. The most annoying part of it now is that I have people who send it to me all the time yeah. and be like, man, I know you be getting paid crazy off these royalties. I'd be like, what the fuck royalties? Yeah, ain't no royalties. What royalties could come from a clip that's on fucking social media? Yeah, Instagram don't even pay for reels no more. No, like what? It was like, no, the money is gone. The well has run dry. Straight up. And TikTok partner program is some bullshit. Straight up. You got to damn near pass a a Homeland Security check to get on the TikTok partner program. So what you got out of this? Uh, For me... Just keeping in the theme of, like, ridiculousness, I think... Steam and the Koofies in the West Philly special are like battling. I, I'm it like, out. I'm like, it's on some serious shit. The LeBron clip yeah, yeah, yeah. traveled too much because of the prolificness, right? But the Steam and the Koofy shit, like understanding that whole day and just how like it was one of them jokes where it was like we were recording. I'm just like, at what point do he lose it? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying like, at what point do he finally go <laughs> off? And when you got to that, I'm with my goddamn respect. Like y'all niggas, like fuck. Like, I knew it was like I knew it was happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was lingering. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think steaming the koofies is is yeah, steaming the koofy definitely. That was that was excellent. Yellow button that there. Steaming the koofies was funny. As shit. And the thing about life is that you know you run into people and end up uh, having interactions with people in a number of different settings, and then sometimes the setting can change the out. Um, and this, this, and this. No matter what setting I'm at with motherfucking 19 keys, me and him got to have a conversation to understand what he meant by this goddamn email. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. And I'm pulling the email up like, so help me understand this. All right, we got two we, two apiece, actually. We got four awards we're going to give out quickly. These aren't categories. These are awards that are already, they're already won. Yeah. They won them before we got here. The first one, I'm going to do one. You're going to do one. I'm going to do one. You're going to do one. All right, right, smooth. The first one is the Pimp C. We some family men, and we getting this paper award. This year's recipient, Yellow Button Dan, is LeBron James. LeBron. What's LeBron's middle name? Raymond. Raymond. I knew it was something freaky. LeBron Raymond James, um, the king. 
This year, he became the all-time scoring leader in points in the NBA history with 38,083. He's closing in on 40 grand. Yep. He's going to hit 40. He's going to hit 45 in his career, most likely. Um, LeBron James, as far as being a family man, him and Savannah and the children, you can't say nothing bad about him. Yeah. The reason I gave this award to him is because Bronny suffered a cardiac arrest. And LeBron, like a true father, is just there for it all. He made it a big deal to be at his game at USC when he made his yeah. fucking collegiate uh, start. The social media post he put was beautiful. Put up and, was beautiful. And just to see the energy again, those conspiracy theorists around. Like I saw people go as far as like, damn, did did he try to sacrifice his son for a longer career? And it's just like, y'all got to stop. This can shit. we not? Yo, yeah. Can we? Can we not do that? And LeBron just always handles everything with a level of class, Grace. a level of decency. Yeah. He's already a billionaire. He R R Rich Paul is next. Rich Paul got a Dell and seven hundred million dollars in contracts. <laughs> yeah. Like Rich Paul is next. He done set up Maverick Carter. They tried to bring Maverick Carter down this year for some gambling shit. Brian, like fuck that guy do with me. Right. Keep smoking. I saw a thing the other day. It was like they gave him the award for best watch collection as far as athletes. And I'm just like, well, yeah, but you got a Tiffany Patel <laughs> right. and a fucking blue sapphire <laughs> Tibion AP. Yeah, I bet, nigga. Like, you know, that's the extra thing. You know, yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Thirty eight, right there. Like, <laughs> like. LeBron is the epitome. The inaugural winner of this last year was uh, who won it last year? Hold on, now let me get it together now. Cause I do not remember. Dan, you got an idea? No, cause he wasn't the inaugural. The winner last year was oh Jay Z. Oh Jay Z. Yeah. Jay Z was the inaugural. So yes, LeBron makes perfect sense. Yeah, because Jay, Jay, two billion. I gotta go first. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, shout out to LeBron James for just always being a leader when it comes to being a man, yes, basketball Lord. player, entrepreneur, billionaire, father, husband. He's just he's he's that. You know what I'm saying? He's that nigga. He's earned that. Yes, he is. I don't deal with the LeBron hatred. Y'all know I'm a LeBron fan. And what can you say bad about the guy? When it comes to getting this paper and being a family yeah. man, no one personifies Real that. quick, before we move on from LeBron, please tell me you saw the video of him doing the, the, the handshakes backstage yeah. with all the players. <laughs> dog, dog. The nigga got the Haji Muir and started chopping Say, yo. They said he need to go to La Sensitivity yeah. Training. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was hilarious, man. But yeah, man, Bron is just he he's he's that. How could you hate on him? You're up. I'm up, baby. Let's go. Um The Lifetime Finesse Award. I knew that's what she was going to. The Lifetime Finesse Award um goes to a gentleman who uh <laughs> You know what popped into my head? I know, I know what you did. The nigga who was imitating yes. that. Teeth kept falling out as well. <laughs> and then we got the man to beat pickles. <laughs> Pull the pickles. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that nigga was. Yeah, the nigga, uh, the nigga Jeremy from, uh, man, from Detroit. Listen, the teeth kept falling out of his mouth. And then we got the man to beat pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, man. In the last year, <laughs> in the last year, discovering that the artist formerly known as Master B, because he's just Percy Miller now. Yeah. The, like Suge Knight. Yeah. Just you, you just married. Yeah. <laughs> you, just you, you don't deserve that nickname. Yeah. Finding out the artist formerly known as Master P uh, squandered away the No Limit catalog where he don't own none of that shit. Uh, finding out that 
you know, he's basically been running a Ponzi scheme on his family where it's all money in one pot in order to try to maintain some sort of fucking life, some sort of uh, lifestyle or whatever perception yeah. for Instagram. Finding out from Wack 100 that Master P doesn't have any furniture in his house. <laughs> like, 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 all of this shit just speaks to the level of just finessery that Master P has done on us, you know, for, you know, the better part of, what, 25 years now. And um, it, it needs to stop. It needs to end. Um, I've gone on the record that I'm tired of, of Percy. I'm tired of Master P. Come here. You know what Come here. 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 I'm in the product of being there. Master P? I'm in the product of being there. Master P? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me tell you one more time, man. One more time, man. Master Flake? You see what I'm saying? Why we ain't talking? Master Flakes. Master Flakes. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what it is, it's just a box of Frosted Flakes with red tape over it. That's a oh. Master Flakes. The nigga pulled up in a Chef Boy RD with Master on top of it. It was like, I got the Master Ravioli. <laughs> like, finding out that Master P owes oh, like everybody in the entertainment industry money. Oh. Fat Trail, Just Hilarious, like all of these people. Oh. And it's yeah. like, these are people that, like, they fee is such a nominal fee. You ain't got to owe them no money. Like, it's just, and you don't realize how, like, because, you know, Mass P has a real good interview, especially with, like, Breakfast Club and all. But seeing someone do an impression, and then you realize, like, the fact he gets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the funniest impressions I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, man, Master, Master Pickles. Master Pickles. He's like, oh, no, I'm in a product business. Look at this. Master Why Flakes. Why is we talking about this, Charlotte? Yo, man. I'm not, in, the, I'm not in all this business. I'm in the product I'm business. I'm in the product business. Master P is crazy as shit, Yeah, when man. your son don't fuck with you, uh, you know, when it's like, when Romeo was like, yo, I've never seen a bat, I've never seen a check off of Rap Snacks until 2022. That's bad. the funniest when they said apparently him and Master P was like on the live and he was talking about uh C murder like as far as like getting out or getting like a pill. Yeah, C or murder don't fuck with you either. That's and they were saying how like Master P was on the live basically like yeah can't nothing be done. I already tried that. They can't nothing be done. And then Monica and Kim Kardashian apparently were stepping in order and they was like Master P talking to Monica and Kim K and all they lawyers. It was Monique like since you got your degree and you, you know never fucking like. <laughs> I was like, yo, what, man? That's what I'm saying. Master, Master P is a fuck nigga. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, leaving your brother for dead, um, you know, in prison because you mad about his decision making or whatever, whatever, when all the overwhelming evidence points to he didn't even do this shit. He did a lot of other shit. Mm -hmm. The one that he locked up for, for the elbow, he didn't even do that shit. He got railroaded and all of that. Your son don't fuck with you. You owe a lot of people money. Uh, you know, fucking Meek Mill said that what you said to him about said about him was cap about telling him, I told Meek Mill don't sign with Rick Ross. I told him I had a, I had a whole better situation for him. Yeah. Meek like that's cap. So it's just like yo, you just revealed yourself to be a cap ass nigga, and eventually, you know, you had a great run. You had a twenty twenty three year run. Uh, but the last few years, man, you've just revealed yourself to just be completely incompetent, squandered away, you know, your bread and butter, your main company, your intellectual property. The thing that you fought for so hard was your catalog. You lost that because you wasn't paying people royalties. It's what, sad. What, what, yeah, man. What happened to Death Row? No Limit, 
Rockefeller, Bad Boy. Boy. Yeah. It just like Beatrice and Slim, the last Beatrice one standing. Beatrice and Slim, the only ones with no office. Mm-hmm. Niggas beat y'all had towers. Yep. <laughs> Operate, o- operating out of a motherfucking uh, a, a, a Hilton conference Yo, room. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I faction the morning, Playboy. <laughs> they got the like, little business center down here in this homestead. They got the business center down in the lobby. I faction the morning, Playboy. It's going to be 34 pages, Playboy. No. Cover page included. Make sure you no. receive that, sign that, send no. that back. He at the desk at the fucking hotel. How much it cost sending out a fax from the old machine over here, Playboy? 34 pages. Yeah, 34. <laughs> was it 15 cents page? I'm in the, just for, for, you, for you for you caught me a rape, Playboy, I'm Yo, in the executive suite. Remember I'm upstairs in the presidential <laughs> one? I, I, got the, I got the P and I Yo, got the VP. Birdman and Slim outlasted everybody yep. with no office, dog. Crazy to see what Death Row and No Limit, all these different things, all these changes, all these sales. Yeah. Death Row on his 19th owner. And it's the same four <laughs> people owning it over and over. Like, you wanted this money? This shit, yeah, back to Harry O. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted this money? Yeah, then they give it to me. Like, real shit, man. I don't know what the hell happened. Like, all of these entities we thought were like juggernauts. Well, they were juggernauts. Let's not say that we thought, but they were ju- No Limit yeah. was a juggernaut. They were a juggernaut. And then I remember thinking like, yo, these niggas, they dropped 50 albums this year and all of them went gold to platinum. God damn, these niggas is crushing it. Then you read the article be like, Master P bought all of them. You're like, all right, <laughs> oh, wait a God minute. damn, that don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Why you <laughs> Because if you bought all the albums, that means that the people don't got them. So like. Yo, man, it, it was crazy. Yeah, Master P literally lost control <laughs> of his company because he over leveraged it on bad bets on Fucking quarterly units sold for no limit. And he just basically took all of this money and they was like, yo, if you take this 40 million and it don't go the way that you say it go, you know we own man, you ain't got to worry about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh man, listen. Mercedes, Missica, hey. uh motherfucking <laughs> motherfucking fiend, fiend and Missica album. <laughs> Mr. Serve on, that's my that's my Tupac right there. See yeah. murder, truth, silk. silk. Silk and mystical, silk and mystical, <laughs> together. The EP, yeah. it ain't my fault. The EP, the yeah. remixes. Crazy time period, man. Then I got my son, you know, Romeo. Do him dirty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, taking all his shit. That go to the table. So that's back a hundred percent. That's a hundred zero deal right there. <sighs> I take care of the butt. You know what I mean? Yo. Yeah, lifetime finesse of 2023. Master P. Dan, uh, give give Percy yeah. Miller some claps, man. All right, this, this is a new one. This is inaugural. I've had it with y'all. Award. <laughs> this is new. You know what I'm saying? This is mine. This is Matt's. I've had it up to here with y'all award. I'm going to do this every year. I'm going to take somebody. This is Matt. Y'all niggas some niggas award. Yo, yo somebody who just, I, I, I've reached a point where I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. And I know, I know people got to feel me on this one. Dan, yellow button. Blueface and Prashad. <laughs> The worst couple since I can tell. I have discussed. No, I think they're worse. Because you you like you know that they're doing all this shit with a baby. Yeah. But you know that's a live baby. <laughs> a human baby. That's a live baby, dog. They're fighting with the baby in their arms. Krishan took a picture with the baby, Frank. No neck support. This is her, the phone, no. and the baby. The baby just like, I don't know what the fuck she going on. She holding the baby like she had, like it's like a lamp at a flea market. <laughs> yeah. like, she holding the baby. That? Baby got a chain on bigger than him. Baby nine pounds, Yo. chain fourteen pounds. Like they're doing, little they're neck doing this shit with a live baby. Blueface took a picture of the baby's private parts, apparently. Yes, and put it online. 
Bitch, you worried about me? You missed this appointment. Why my son privates look like this? Ah. Like, what the fuck, yo? That's a baby, my nigga. That, like, wh- like what? You know my favorite baby moment out of Blueface and Gershon is? He said, that ain't my baby. That's Charles Barkley, baby. Then they did oh, the picture of God. a baby in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm disconnected, yo. Now, apparently they got in a rumble while somebody was taking a shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, Krishan is home taking a shit on live because it's like, where else do you take a shit? Yeah, right. (laughs) So, where else do you take a shit? And Blueface apparently showed up trying to fight her brother while she was taking a shit, and she just pulled her pants up and got to the business. Like, ain't white but nothing. Just like, oh, wait, what's going on? Pulled them little sweatpants up and got with the business. <laughs> them little chickens. <laughs> little swishies. Oh, man. And ran to the door. We ain't doing none of that. We ain't doing none of that. Yeah, I, I'm out. I, I'm disconnected. Yeah, he supposedly beat uh, Krishan and her f- best friend Marsh up a couple weeks ago. Now he got this new hoe running around. She's completely untalented. I saw yeah. a video of her trying to perform. I'm just like, Did yo. you see the video of... Her and Krishan together, they ran away on Blueface no, together. No, I just, <laughs> I, I told you I'm out. I, I'm done. If it's Blueface, if it's Krishan Rock, I'm out. Leave me out of it. Don't tag me in it. Yeah. Don't send it to me. I don't want nothing to do with the shit. Please leave me out of it. I'm good. That, yeah. That's, that's, there's no, I, I think they've become the most ridiculous entity on Earth easily, and to see people really like again, this goes to your point where people be like, all the people that say they want better and want this and this, you're full of shit because there's no way you can tell me how you're like an advocate for like the betterment of black <laughs> life and then turn around and tell me to do. Then remember the girl was like, why would you record with Chris Rock? He's a woman beater. Then in the very next tweet was like, oh let me turn on Krishan Rock and mm-hmm. Blueface. That's my shit. How when all they do is punch <laughs> each other in the fucking face? Rock'em sock'em robots. Oh no, that's different. That's entertainment. No. No, absolutely not. Leave me out of it. I'm good. That That's my, I've had it up to here with y'all award for 2023. Two dickheads. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations on being wholesale retarded, guys. Congrats. <clears throat> oh, you got your man of the year. You want to do that? Yeah, I want to do that if I can find the shit. I'm going blind. What are you talking about? It's right at the top. It's right below all the academic shit. Right oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah, blind. Sorry, y'all. 2023 Chad's Man of the Year. Uh, this is an award that we started a few years ago. Past winners include uh, Virgil uh, Abloh. Everyone who's won it has died. I don't know if you know that. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Pick a dead one. Uh, I'm not trying to be funny. Virgil, Kevin Samuels. Uh, Eason Kell, uh, Travis. <laughs> I hope it'd be all right. Eat some, eat some kale, drink a smoothie. You no should be shrooms. all right, bro. Uh, as I just said, my 2023 man of the year is Travis Scott. Um, Travis Scott this year has broken a lot of barriers, done a lot of phenomenal things, and it actually started at the end of 2022 and then carried into 23. And this is somebody that absolutely kicked 2023's ass in a year where I think a lot of us are less like, what the fuck is going on, bruh? Oh, no, you gave it to Kyrie Irving one year. Okay, you Kyrie alive. And, yeah. and he ain't get the vax. Shout yeah. out to Kyrie, yeah. my nigga. But the other two. <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Kick the bucket. <laughs> in short order, too. Yeah. Uh, so Travis Scott, highest selling uh, rap album of the year, 496,000 first week. I think he's double platinum now. 
Um, Audemars Piquet watch collection has sold out in seconds at an average price of 201000 per watch. Uh, not to mention his piece unique that he got from them, which is probably well over a million dollars. Uh, sold out Utopia Tour, where he's on tour right now. He's performing Fiend uh, upwards of 10 to 25 times a night, and people are just ratcheting up. And we haven't seen nothing like that since uh, Watch the Throne Tour with uh, Niggas in Paris of just somebody just repeatedly performing a song over and over and over again. And then the reaction is getting crazier and crazier every time. Uh, he bagged SZA. That's a huge accomplishment right there. That, that could have been enough. I could have left all the other shit out. Wait, he bagged SZA? Yeah, that's supposed to be his girl. Oh, he's Matt's man of the year now. But. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I yeah. Bag that nigga. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Bag scissor. Uh, de- debut Cactus Jack uh, Jordan golf shoe in, the, in addition to the whole, you know, uh, Nike line. He's basically taking over Nike at this goddamn point. He put out the Cactus Mac shoe a few weeks ago with uh, uh, John McEnroe. Um, named one of the GQ men of the year, Circus Maximus concert in Rome, and he also had attempted to have a concert at the pyramids in Egypt, and Live Nation was like, this is a logistical yeah. nightmare, but the PR from it was big enough yeah. to make it like, he's, it was a win even though it was a loss. Yeah. So that's when you know you kicking ass when even your L's turn into victories. Yeah. Travis is, um, you know, he did, he, <sighs> Trav did what he was supposed to do. Yes. When it comes to just life. Like he got around them Kardashians and he took that fame and took he, that Kardashian juice. Yeah, just he he ran with that shit, man. And you know, La Ferraris and you know, Peace Uniques all over the fucking yeah. place. And this the thing. man's got two babies with Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billionaire, billionaire. Yeah. Damn I didn't realize Kim was so goddamn rich too. Yeah, Kim's filthy. I'm closing in on two bill. I'm like, God, filthy. Dog, rich. Skims has a partnership with the NBA. On Christmas Day, the NBA floors had Skims on them. And I'm like, yo, the NBA, like, these niggas is balling on a hardwood floor that <laughs> say skims yeah. on it. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Shout like, out my nigga Kanye. That yo, was his whole vision. Executed, up. gave her a CEO and everything. Dog, like, you kind of, that, that's something else. You know, that's yeah. another award. But, yeah, man, shout out to Travis Scott, man, man of the year. You deserve that. You, you definitely deserve that. That you brown sm- AP is sick. You smoke 2023. Brown ceramic AP. I ain't crazy about brown. He, and it's crazy because he's a brown motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's his color. Yeah. Browns and grays. Yeah, but I got like a couple of sneaks, a couple of hoodies. You know, everything is that that cactus brown color and shit. The, um, but yeah, Trav smoked the dish. I salute you, Trav. Can't even hate it. Real quick on some watch shit. I was watching this thing about rare watches. Um, Have you ever gotten into uh, Rajep Rajepi? A little bit. You ever heard that name? Yeah, a little bit. I'm familiar with it. <clears throat> Apparently... Only one of his watches has ever ever made it onto the secondary market. Only one. Damn. Crazy as shit, yeah. right? Because it's like such a big deal to have him like make you one and shit. Yeah. The one that made it onto the secondary market is sold at Phillips at auction. The watch cost sixty four thousand dollars. It sold for nine hundred and forty <laughs> at the auction. That's crazy. Because it's like, where the fuck else you gonna get yeah. this shit? Yeah. yeah, this shit is crazy. But I was like looking at it. I was like, damn, that is a clean ass fucking watch. And it's like it, you know, it ain't like a. Uh, no amazing. Oh yeah, clean. It looks like this. It looks like the. Uh, <clears throat> there's a Patek that that looks like that. The, uh, uh, I'm gonna say who just grabbed one, but yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That joint. It looked like the Rolex 1908 and shit. It looks like it's, right. like, it's in that mm-hmm. same. All pocket. in that same wheelhouse, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but that's a nice ass motherfucking watch. You know what I'm saying? The um, but yeah, the um, like I said, Travis Scott Band of the Year. All right, we closing in on end. We got one more um, award that we have to give away that isn't a 
category award. Yes, sir. It's the little boosie. Come on now, dog. <laughs> come on now, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is the second year of us giving this award. And this year we have multiple winners. Multiple winners. Because sir. everybody was on nonsense. Everybody. I ain't going to hold you. I kind of want to take Ja Moran out. Okay. Because I don't think he was on as much nonsense as, well, he was on nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of that was this year. Yeah. This year was just long. Yeah, it feel like it was last year because it was last season. Ja, my man, I be trying to give him a mulligan, but no, you right. He's playing yeah. magnificently. Ja, gotta, he got to be in there. He Did you see the whole issue? What's the fuck, we going to start with Ja Moran. He comes back off his 25-game suspension for holding up guns in Instagram video. He had to go to rehab, apparently. Back on here in an Onyx video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He comes in, he, he he they win three straight games. They had a tough game against New Orleans, and they had another game. They come back to New Orleans the other night. Tough game that goes down to the wire, ends up going to overtime. You saw me talk, talk about my story, mm-hmm. how ridiculous the ending was. Ja gets a dunk to put him up four with seconds left. When he gets the dunk, he basically starts dancing. He did like he was rocking a baby and then started throwing his hands like he was doing air guns. Mm-hmm. And he stopped himself. Now, apparently, have you gotten a backstory on this? Yeah, the LSU players and all of that no, shit. No, no, it's a big dance. In, yeah, it's a big dance in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And the guy who actually is the, the creator of it with the song, he's like, no, that's our dance. So they started showing all the Louisiana State. They started showing New Orleans. All these different people doing the dance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, y'all got to stop looking for this shit when it comes to young black men and stop trying to villainize people in the center third. And I'm like... Cool. I get it. I, it makes total sense. Yeah. You're in New Orleans. You just beat the Pelicans two times in the last week. Do they dance? But you're John Morant, who just came back from a 25-game sus- suspension yes. for holding up guns in multiple Instagram videos. This ain't the dance. The Tootsie Roll? <laughs> right. You understand? The butterfly. Cabbage Patch. <laughs> <laughs> the Wop. The Jerk. <laughs> it's a lot of dances you could do. Teach me how to Dougie. John Wall was a favorite with that. Straight up. Kid and play. <laughs> you and CJ, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Desmond Bain. You know, something. But, like... Shit, you could do, you, realistically, you could have got, like, uh, what's the big nigga on 18? You could have got Steven oh, Adams to sit there like <laughs> Chub Rock, and you could have just danced <laughs> around like the nigga in the white suit. Like, you didn't have to do that shit that looked like air guns. Yeah, the air guns is crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's some, come on now. That's, That's some come on now, come, dog. Come on, my like, you know what I'm saying? So you had John Morant. Who else you had on this list? Draymond oh, Green. Oh, Draymond Green. Um, <sighs> Draymond Green's actions are so stupid. And now what it's done in the last couple of weeks is it's put people who aren't the brightest. Like how we said earlier, everything Zion does, it just screams, yo, you shouldn't have been going to Duke. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Draymond Green's actions are so dumb that it's put athletes at the forefront of having to, like, give their synopsis on a situation, and they're, like, pretty dumb. Yeah. So it's given a dumb situation, dumb light, and dumb think pieces. I saw somebody the other day, I ain't going to say who, he went as far as saying, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're an enforcer, your job is to enforce. So it ain't no right, right or wrong way. To enforce. to enforce, but you gotta you gotta lay that 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 ground down for enforcement. 
And the person he's doing the show with is just looking like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, this about? is not uh this is not the Acolytes Protection Agency yeah. with fucking Ron <laughs> Simmons and fucking Bradshaw. Like, what are you talking about? In Straight force. up. Straight up, man. But the problem with Draymond is that the stuff that he's doing isn't even in the throes of the game. He's just attacking niggas. Like, he's just attacking niggas. He threw uh he threw he threw who uh who was that? A uh, Rudy Gobert and a Choco. It's like he's been waiting to like just attack certain niggas and he like using these little small disturbances in the throes of a game in order to um you know, in order to get that shit off, not understanding that it's like fam, in addition to your role as the quote-unquote enforcer or whatever, cool, that's fine. You're also Steph's pick-and-roll partner, and you're a vital distributor and a vital part of this offense and a defensive anchor. So if you ain't out there, it changes the complexion of the whole team because it puts everybody else in a different position that they don't have to be in if you're on the court. Exactly, man. So it's like as much of a dickhead as you are, you're a basketball savant, and you should maybe lean on that instead of just being out here being a terrorist. Yeah, man. Draymond Green has to get an award. P. Diddy. P. Diddy, man. Papa, Papa Diddy, P. Papa. Hey, man, Puff. we on a Revolt Podcast Network. Um, it is what it is, though. Yo. We got, we got, this is the realest podcast ever. We got to call it straight down the line. Um, when you end up in a situation where you got to step away from your entertainment company because you're fearful that your name is so burnt out and so toxic that you're going to devalue the overall value of the company and tank it, yeah. and hundreds of people are going to lose their jobs, you're cooked. Yeah, you're drunk. You're cooked. Um, you settled a lawsuit, um, a civil lawsuit for abuse allegations and being a ringleader of major freak offs and things like that um, in 24 hours in record time. I've never seen that before. Yeah. In history of life. <laughs> well, Birdman, I, I fetch you in the morning. Play like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I've never seen that before where she literally put the allegations out on Thursday night after business. Yeah. By Friday, before close of business, she yeah. was paid. Yeah. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, then you got her best friend, Cassie's best friend, doing interviews and stuff like this. You got uh, Roger Bonds from Bad Boy doing interviews. Gene Dill ain't stopped doing interviews since 2016. Yeah, nah. he, 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 they, he, he left Art of Dialogue. He came back. Uh, Art said, damn, it's good to have you back, Gene. He said, shit, I feel like I ain't left. Yeah, real <laughs> like, tough. He, he has a residency doing content about you and things like that. And it's just one of them Jones, man, where it's like, yo, if half of what they saying about you is true, you're one of the worst people to ever walk the earth. If everything that they saying is true, you're like a monster and you're not even human. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we still got to let the judicial process play out and all of that. And it's like, you know, you got a bunch of different claims. You didn't got roped in with some shit from Aaron, with Aaron Hall. Like all of this is crazy. 17 year old bitches is, <laughs> yeah, is claiming 17 year old bitches is claiming that you, uh, you raped them back in the day and all. And it's just like, fam, what was going on in the Girl, music man. business? And unfortunately, you have been made to be a kind of like a Trojan horse for the rest of the music industry and the entertainment industry to get its reckoning because the music industry in spots had like little me too allegations and stuff like that. But yours has made it to where it's like, Oh man, if we could charge him, then we could just, we could just put charges on right. everybody. Straight and up. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, man. Straight up. Puffy, yeah. puffy earned that. You earned that. And then yeah. finally Lizzo and her banana scandal, 
uh, Lizzo taking bitches to freak shows and stuff like that in Amsterdam. They had a closed door meeting. Hey, Lizzo, listen, right? I was really uncomfortable the other day what happened. Lizzo said, all right, cool. Ain't no problem. I understand. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable what I'm going on. Uh, but we're going out tonight. We have a little team building exercise. Yeah. Took them back to the same yeah. spot. Yeah. Lizzo, gotcha, gotcha bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they got the double X bananas yeah. tonight, ho. Yeah. You yeah. think you getting out of this bananas if yeah. you want to. My, my homegirl was like, I love when you say it. So I'm going to go and say it. Hey, got me again. <laughs> got me again. Got me again. Got me again. Hey, that shit real, man. Lizzo is crazy. Yeah, man, straight up. Can I add a person to Lizzo this? got Made in America canceled. Yeah. She was a headliner. Like Rudy Gobert canceling the <laughs> league. Canceling yeah. the league. Yeah. Got Made in America canceled. Straight up, dog. Yeah, Made in America definitely got the fuck on Fuck the whole here. economy up in the yeah. city of Philadelphia in 2023. <laughs> Lizzo was crazy. She's a wild girl, you hear me? <laughs> fuck the whole economy up. Can I add a person to this list? Oh, come on, man. Listen. Tasha K. Oh, man. Dog. Dog. If dog, getting burnt on a hot stove was a person, dog. this your stove. This your fucking oh, this kitchen. Is- Don't go over there. <laughs> oh, I got burnt. It's funny as shit. My dad got a video of me. I was like six, six or seven years old. But we was out on the deck in the back. We was having a cookout. And I got cl- too close to the, to the uh, grill. Yeah. And you hear my mom like, don't get close to the grill. You get burned. But I was being a kid playing. And then sure enough, you see me like get close enough to the grill and it caught my arm. And you hear my mom and brother like, oh my God. And and literally my dad turned the camera and I'm just standing there like this. And you hear him like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that was the 80s. Like when you get hurt, you hear laugh at you. When you hear him behind the camera, like, uh-huh. And then you see me just like with the stupid face. Yeah. Rest of the day, I ain't come nowhere near them steps on that fucking porch. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, dog, you burned yourself again. Again. Again, in the name of some bullshit. And I'm going to just keep it a buck with y'all. And you know, these, again, content over everything. That's something else that needs to go on and get the fuck out of here. list. The content over everything shit is so bananas because it's like, y'all, y'all will say fuck it and throw caution to the wind. For the sake of Legalities, some clicks. everything. For the sake of some clicks today. And it's, it, it just, I, when I seen a headline, Kevin Hart, former assistant, exposed, I'm like, what the fuck? Ex- Kevin Hart is a billionaire. Yeah. He's a borderline billionaire. <laughs> Assistants of that don't just pop up on these Jones. Like, yeah, let me tell y'all. What's, what's you want some bullshit? No. Will Smith ex fucking us like y'all have brother Bilal. y'all have gotten weird as shit over these last couple of months in the name of I'm trying to sell a book I'm here to tell you it didn't work for Jaden Pinkett Jaden yeah. we didn't give no one no one gives a fuck after a while her book was like number nineteen on the bestseller you know why like not, <laughs> you know like let's be real here you know why Dennis Rodman went number one and Howard Stern went number one and all these tell-alls from the nineties went number number one. There was nowhere else to read this shit. Exactly. We got the internet, dummy. We see this shit all fucking day. The internet, dummy. Think about it. Like, not nah, what the fuck is you about to open the book and see that you didn't see already from Jada yeah. and Pac and Will and everybody. Yeah, y'all don't else. even know how to do the book press run and tease the book. Y'all just go on here and tell the book. You had to read the Dennis Rodman book to find out about Dennis Rodman and his mom and Oak Cliff and what went yeah. on here. And you didn't know. But there are 98. I'm, no bullshit. I went down a Bernie Madoff rabbit hole last week. There are 17 different Bernie Madoff documentaries. Do you know how many movies there are? Think about how crazy this is. Richard Dreyfus as Bernie Madoff on the ABC miniseries. They got 
Bernie Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street, in which another, that's a Netflix joint. Yeah. Robert De Niro, De Niro is Bernie. I'm like, yo, it's 90 different <laughs> Bernie Madoff movies. Yeah. So I don't need to read the Bernie Madoff book. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think people understand that nowadays. Like, y'all want to sit and do these dumbass interviews with these dumbass fucking platforms. And it's like, yo, all you doing is fucking yourself over and opening yourself up for fucking legal lit- litigation. That's it. So it's like to see her again where it's like, you didn't learn your lesson with the Cardi shit. At all. At all, you didn't learn to where you gotta hide money and hide the shit with the husband and all this Party bullshit. Cardi B uh, just filed a grievance with the Department of Justice to put additional infractions against her um, in order to try to take possession of her home. And um, apparently, Kevin Hart is supposed to be suing her now. Yeah, says something. Yeah, she she's got named in a in a in a co extortion, uh, Joan, because basically her and the girl. Went to Kevin Hart and said, "If you don't uh, pay two hundred, you don't pay two hundred fifty thousand or whatever like that, then I'm doing this interview and we want to expose you and blah 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 and all the shit you've been doing." Kevin Hart said, "Cool, run it." And then immediately, as soon as the shit came out, he went to the fucking FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, man, silly as shit. I watched a joke the other day about. Uh, Hulk Hogan with Gawker, when they went to meet the lawyer and shit, the, the lawyer, the, the, the motherfucker who met from Hogan's people had a wire on and the lawyer <laughs> boy didn't even know. And he was like, when he figured it out, he was like, yeah, they, they agreed to selling the, the three pornos for 300,000. It was like, literally he handed him the 300 grand and the FBI came through the wall <laughs> in the hotel room next door. <laughs> Hey yo, man, straight up. But yeah, that's that's what I wanted to add was Tasha K. And then after that, you got H M. What's that? Honorable mention. Oh, I was about to say H and M. Yeah, no, honorable mention for uh for for my man Ish Antoine from the Joe Budden podcast against Doctor Umar. I have never seen somebody get cooked ha so many times (laughs) in so many seconds in so many clips. I bet you never been called a bitch that many times that fast ha in that many seconds. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I hope I never see it again. <laughs> Imagine if it really was that ridiculous, yo. Oh, I, I, I've never seen it. I hope to never see it again. Yeah. And it's like, damn, when I realized what happened, I said, damn, this nigga Ish like did some like dumb, brilliant shit where it's like he made himself the main character. Regardless of if he had any merit to what he was saying, every Yo, clip is what? It all, ish it, and Umar. It almost do look like the Ish show. It's, it looks yeah, like the Ish show. Yeah. Joe Button is in like two of them clips. Out of the 39 yeah. that's out, Joe Button in two clips speaking for more than four seconds. And I'm like, yo, this nigga did some dumb, brilliant shit. Yeah. Like, he made himself the sacrificial lamb. He came with no facts, None. no context, None. no bibliography, None. no annotations, None. and went toe-to-toe with one of the greatest debaters in the history yeah. of American culture in the age of the internet and got bludgeoned every episode and then they took a picture at the end doing fist bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you just lit my ass up for four hours. Fuck you, what fuck we doing fist bumps for? It was definitely like, it was definitely a throwing a towel ass podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but the was, shit is probably, they probably had 50 million impressions already. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. The shit is everywhere. I saw somebody had like a picture of Joe grinning. It was like, when you know your, your episode this week going to do numbers, it was Joe like looking at shit. Thanks, I was dying off of that. Yeah, I think everyone deserves that right there. Shout out to all of the winners, man. Draymond Green, John Moran, P. Diddy, Lizzo, and Tasha K. And honorable mention to uh, Ish from the Joe Button Podcast. All right. So we back. We're going to knock this last two categories Coming to the out. last two categories, man. I hope y'all been thoroughly entertained with this award show so far this year, man. This one, this one matters a lot. 
This is a new one. This is live streamer of the year. Yes. Um, I show speed. I thought he was like slow. Yo, he he like, he's insane. <laughs> he's the one that has that. If you don't know who this is, he has that viral clip of him screaming, "Work it, girl!" You ever see? <laughs> and it's always like mad confusion because he takes the headphones yeah. off and shit. That should be everywhere. Um, DJ Academics. You gotta. He's he's he's. I said I said it at the beginning of this episode. I watched his stream at five in the morning. He's one of them <laughs> ones. He he's figured out that streaming shit on a whole nother level. Um, Kasanat, the young goat of this streaming he's shit. He's the young goat of it. Um, he 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 he's always breaking new ground with just chilling in the crib. Like he yeah. having people come and do twenty four hour streams with him. Having Offset come. Have Nicki Minaj. Have his homies to where his homies are becoming people in the industry yeah. now from streaming. You got to give Kasanat a lot of credit, Mister Beast. I don't know if you realize how much money. And just how much, and you know, he made times um, 100 most influential people. Like, they were showing how, like, this motherfucker has given away, like, cars, helicopters, homes. Homes. He's done crazy shit. Mm. And he's just a white boy who just was, like, bored and was like, I'm going to hop on the motherfucking tizzy. You know what I'm saying? You got to give Mr. B some credit. Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross is like Kai Sinat's. Yeah, Aiden Ross is like the logo kind of of streaming. He's, like he, he's if Kasanat is Hove, he's Eminem. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're like right. his, that's just the equivalent <laughs> I can give to it. He gave Kasanat uh, a AP for his birthday last year. Kasanat came back this year and gave him two, two APs. APs. Yeah, so he was like, <laughs> I'm gonna need to get him three. <laughs> like you know they they're ridiculous. Um, you added these last two and I don't know who they are. So I'm gonna uh, need you to yeah, Gideon. Um. Oh, Gideon is the bull get his hair cut yeah. on the side. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's a funny-ass nigga. That's if you don't know. He got his hair cut at the, uh, I think it was either Memphis or, was it New Orleans, Houston? It was one of them. Yeah. He got his hair cut at the sideline, <laughs> court side at the fucking NBA. Yeah, Gideon, he's, he's, his, he's best known for trolling the WNBA. Right, he's right. banned from all their all games. WNBA games. Because yeah. all he do is just troll the WNBA. And then Phantom is part of Kai Sinat's crew, A&P. Right, right, right. And he was on GQ this year and all of that shit. Like, Kai, they did the jury, John. They did things he can't live without and all of that. Phantom is really, like, breaking through. And he was in the A Boogie video and the Baby video okay. with, with Kai also. So, okay. shout out to Phantom and the AMP crew. Dan is just... He doesn't make <laughs> sense, yo. The, um... I think it's clear. It's I Kai, think it's. it's I think clear. it's clearly Casanat. The know? jail stream. Um, oh, I forgot all about the, 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 the jail stream. Um, the fucking the you know the magnitude of guests that he's able to get. The Nicki Minaj screen breaking the live viewership record. Him showing up in uh, fucking a knight's armor. The fucking flamethrower. Like just all of this shit. Like you said, Kai constantly finds ways to break new ground when it comes to streaming and onboarding an audience. And he keeps. On average, about 80,000 live people viewing him at all given time. Straight up. Straight up. Uh, This last category is tough. Yes. It's the toughest. I'm going there. It's the toughest category. Well, list of nominees we've had for a category, I think, in the history of this show. Indeed. Because while 2023 was terrible, for like eight people, the shit they was all kicked ass. ass. <laughs> for like eight people. Kick massive these ass. These motherfuckers couldn't <laughs> miss, man. They could not miss. So I'm going to start this shit off, man, and I'm going uh, to do this. MVP of 2023. Final TRP award we giving out, baby. Why the fuck? Okay, never mind. Sexy Red. Yes. 
like love or like love hate or despise the woman she absolutely obliterated 2023 she somehow became simultaneously the theme song of college basketball the theme song of college football the theme song of the nba um the song of the summer um and rolling stone and uh spotify's Best hip-hop song of the year all went to Ski. And Sexy Red, Sexy Red in 2023, along with also women like Big Boss Vet and then the other girl, I forget her name. Um, but they've essentially shown, they put St. Louis on the map from a female rap perspective, which has never been done. And they basically shown that like, hey, we're the ghettoest bitches on earth. Yeah. And everybody embraced that shit. And it's all through Sexy Red. She had a fucking Drake feature. She popped out on a couple of the tour dates. She had a tour with Moneybag Yo. Sexy Red came out as one, like, the host of the Penn State game. Like, the fairy godmother. Then she came back and was there for Monday Night Football with the Jets. Like, just all types of crazy shit that she was doing. And just absolutely obliterating everything and kicking ass, man. And um, Sexy Red has, you know, embodied... Uh, bodying 2023 and it's like yo whether you agree with the lyrical content or the imagery whatever whatever it doesn't matter because she's already out of here travis scott travis scott so like i said i gave travis scott our man of the year but you know his consideration for qualification for mvp of 2023 is the same as his consideration and qualification for mvp um he's broken a lot of barriers in and outside of music he basically you know claimed his career back after the astro world tragedy and everything like that and now he stands today as you know one of the most successful people in all of the music business but also one of the most influential creators in fashion watches and beyond uh, Drake, I think Drake is self-explanatory. Um, you had the sold out, uh, tour. What was the name of this fucking tour? Just go around. Uh, wasn't this, uh, for all the dogs, right? No, because, because for all the dogs wasn't out yet. He was already torn before the album. Even oh, the shit we wore the butcher outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what the fuck is it called? I can't think of this shit. Hold on. Yeah. So Drake had a, a phenomenal sold out tour. He's actually about to start the second leg of the tour. Called the biggest the what tour with him and J Cole going to all of the B markets and the college towns and all. It's all a blur. Thank it's you. all a blur. I was yeah. just, I literally so sold it out. It's all a blur tour. Already the most successful hip hop tour in the history of music, and he's still adding dates to it. So he's about to go to like I said to all of the B markets, secondary markets, and all of that shit, and and you know finish kicking ass on the music industry. Um, you know with that number one album and for all the dogs, silence all of the critics uh, and all the boom bappians. Uh, you know with the uh, scary hours three release, rapping the production fucking over. Overcast, Alchemist, Conductor Williams, just crazy shit. Um, and Drake is Drake. Uh, Nas. Nas has been on what people have been calling one of the best six album runs in history. His I actually I have a rundown I wanted to speak on okay. for Nas. This is Nas 2023. He sold out concert at Madison Square Garden for King's Disease. He teamed up with Wu Tang and did the NY State of Mind 2 tour. Nas and Hennessy unveiled their limited edition one-of-a-kind Hen Nas. See, you yeah. know, that we got from DJ Boogie. Shout out to A Boogie. He did a surprise album in Magic 2. Supreme Team was nominated for an Emmy. 
for Outstanding Crime and Justice Documentary Category. He produced Hip Hop 50 Live, the largest hip hop concert of 2023 at Yankee Stadium. He released Magic 3. He launches the Paid in Full Foundation to offer financial support and health insurance for hip hop pioneers. His media company, Mass Appeal, releases All Up in the Biz and Welcome to Rap City documentaries. Mass Appeal announces concert. <laughs> The Outcast Concrete Jungle 25th Anniversary Statue. And then he received an... Uh... Oh, he got nominated for King's Disease 3 for Best Rap Album. Right. Nas had a hell of a year. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. Salute Nas, man. Straight up. Who else is on this goddamn list? Netflix. Oh, like, let me show you this shit from Netflix. This is why I put them the fuck on here. Netflix. When I read this shit, I was like, God damn. Netflix this year received 26 Emmys, including six for Squid Game. They won Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama, Outstanding Director in a Drama Series. In March of this year, Netflix won. All right, how do I go back? Because I just did something where I can't see it no more. What the fuck? Okay, there you go. Netflix won six Academy Awards, including four for All Quiet on the Western Front. Um... They won Best Animated Feature, and The Elephant Whispers was the first Indian-produced film to receive Best... Why the fuck do I keep doing that? Best Documentary Short Film. In total this year, Netflix received 103 Emmy nominations, including 13 for the limited series Beef Dahmer, Beef Dahmer and Another Joint. But long story short, because of the whole shutdown in the industry, Netflix became like the premier content streaming house. You know, content house. And because of it, they basically broke the record for Emmy <laughs> nominations and Oscar nominations this past year. So I was like, Netflix had to be on there. Um, Keith Lee. This is my pick. Keith Lee, Keith Lee reset what the fuck we think of when we think of food critic. Yes. He changed the whole game. He went on an eight-city tour, an eight-city tour that still has you niggas up in arms. <laughs> he, he, he released the joint yesterday. He went to eight cities. He ranked them in order of what the fuck the cities was. He said number one was New Orleans. Number two was Chicago. Number three was... Houston. No, number two was Houston. Houston three was number three was Chicago. Number four was Vegas. Number five was... L.A., I believe. Number six was New York. No, New York, I think, was seven. seven. What was six, then? What was six? Uh, Vegas. I can't think of the shit. Look in the text, because I sent it to you. Oh, okay. You and Ra. In fact, hold on. One was New Orleans, two was Houston, three was Chicago, four was Vegas, five was LA, six was Detroit, seven was New York, and eight, eight was, was Atlanta. ATL. I saw a Philly page was like, ain't no way Philly ain't make this list. I'm like, nigga, Philly wasn't on he the wasn't tour. He wasn't on the tour. This is not the like, national food list, like, you fucking like, dumb no. skulls. Straight up. <laughs> uh, Beyonce. Self-explanatory. Tour kicked kicked amazing, copious amounts of ass. Uh, football stadiums every freaking night. Um, I believe she set some sort of touring record, I would imagine, for, uh, you know, soul R&B tour or whatever the case may be by a female. And, um, yeah, I mean, Beyonce is just a business that just continues to bear fruit, continues to make money, and uh, it just doesn't doesn't stop, man. She's she's the greatest female artist of all time. Yeah. Taylor Swift. 
Taylor Swift, man, um, the business of Taylor Swift is booming. You know, she did something that we've never seen yes. in the history of music where she literally took back ownership and um, took back control over her career, re-recorded all of her old albums, and it seems like she released every single goddamn one of them yes. this year, and all of them went number one, um, selling millions of units a week, stuff like that. Um, she affected the economy of the NFL uh, you know, basically every average uh, average viewership for Chiefs games was like thirty million when she was in attendance, something to that degree. Um, Travis Kelsey jersey sales uh was through the roof because of him dating Taylor Swift and all of that stuff. Um, her tour, she gave out fifty five million dollars in bonuses on the tour this year. Um, yeah, Taylor Swift is you know is is a good person, an amazing talent. And a phenomenal businesswoman, and she absolutely deserves consideration for MVP of 2023. Drewski. Drewski was everywhere. Standing on business. Standing on business. Yo, standing on business. Uh, Could have been records. Um, all of the live auditions that he did, all the different cities, the shit is hilarious, front to back. Um, just him as a character, he parlayed that shit into brand integrations, partnerships with, uh, you know, Google Pixel and all of that, doing commercials with... Uh, I think fucking Giannis and a couple other people, stuff like that. Uh, you know, his beef with Birdman was one of the funniest parts of 2023. And uh, he's just absolutely a super marvel of a talent and somebody that has uh, almost like approached comedy from like an anthropology standpoint of an examination of people and cultures and stuff like that, the way that he does his skits and presents his information and stuff like that. And um, Drewski's phenomenal, man. So shout out to Drewski, somebody that, uh, you know, just started out, you know, just making skits on the internet with the homies and stuff like that. And now he's transcended to becoming a pop culture figure and a potential MVP of 2023. Yeah, so this is tough. It's super tough. Because I want to say Keith Lee. That's what I want to say. That's I want to say Keith Lee just for the simple fact that he pisses niggas off everywhere. I, just anybody the, that can ignite niggas the way, is my, the is my way, kind of the guy. The way he's doing it, yeah. he's doing it with like kindness. And that niggas, when you kind, yeah. and nigga can't get a read on you, and you kind, nigga, like fuck this nigga. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's the reaction. Yeah. I've seen so many niggas that are just like, man, man. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but he's a bitch. See right. a UFC fighter, now they started backtracking. Yo. Like, oh. yeah. And and seeing him just like, did you see the Asian man he went and did you see that whole thing that's going on tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically the Asian, the father of the restaurant passed away. And he's just like, yo, just meet me at the restaurant tomorrow, man. We're gonna come just show him love. Please be patient. It's gonna be long lines. Even if you come just to see me, whatever, that's fine. But I as long as they get an attraction and we following their page and really blowing them up so that they can carry on, you know, their yeah. father's wishes. And it's like, how the fuck can you hate on this? Cause why why are you helping so much? Yeah. Why yeah. you not being selfish? Yeah. Why are you not hogging the spotlight? Yeah. Why are you not just keeping all this celebrity for yourself? Like, why are you being so altruistic? Fuck all that. Like, because uh, if it was me, and uh, that's a nigga's problem. Cause if it was me, because if it was me, because all you niggas care about is your goddamn self, because you ain't had nothing your whole life. And to see someone make it to this point where they got this humongous platform, and they're not on some, y'all niggas know who I am, and he's not looking for preferential treatment. Yeah. He's showing up at these places and saying, listen, I'm going to be honest. Good or bad, I'm going to be honest. Yep. Because I understand the power that I do have in this platform. So I want people to not only feel secure in who they are, but to trust in me when I tell them, yeah, come support this. Or this is the experience that I had here yeah. at this restaurant. And he said, I'm never here 
saying, hey, go in their comments and spam them and all this crazy shit y'all be doing. Yeah. I'm never doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm going to tell you my experience and you do with that what you want. I saw yesterday, but it's like, who the fuck died and made him the king of food reviews? And it's just like, yo, brother, he didn't ask to be the king of food the reviews. The people crowned him. Not even that. He's just given his experience. Yeah. You do with it what you want. And like Ross said yesterday, if it ain't for you, just don't. Subscribe to it. Yeah, niggas can't niggas can't get around that. Niggas point. can, and I. Th- this is why I want to say Keith Lee. He brings home such a large point of like urban culture. If it don't apply, let it fly. Yeah. Motherfuckers, literally, like I told you yesterday. How the fuck Philly not make this list? Yeah. Philly wasn't on the tour. Yeah. Oh, so oh, so you had to be on the nigga tour <laughs> huh? in order to get on the list. To get on the he tour. Taste, huh? Oh, he got to taste the food. <laughs> oh, oh, he got to taste the food. Actually, come. <laughs> Sound like some bullshit. <laughs> like, like, niggas are crazy, man. Niggas scared to come to Philly. Too many real yeah, niggas. Too many real niggas. <laughs> like, man, shut the fuck up, man. I love what Drewski did this year. Beyonce and Taylor Swift kicked mega ass. I love a sexy But they mega did. ass kisses all the time. So it's like. Exactly. It's expected. It's expected. They just Drake kick ass. Drake is an ass kicker. Travis is an yeah. ass kicker. Nas had a hell of a year. Yeah. I, just Keith Lee coming from out of literally like. Obscurity. Yeah, nowhere to just become this platform that's one been respected, one that's been tried and true, and to see I, I don't know how deep into it you get with his content, but like Lee loves his shit. So I see a lot of it. And I mean like he's going into restaurants and saying shit like, yo, what what what's your day look like? What what you doing here for business today? Mm-hmm. 3800 Yeah, charge that to my car. Exactly. He's going to double your day on yeah. this trip. He's I- literally saved people's businesses. Oh. He's helped fucking pay for people's cancer treatment. Like, all kinds told, of shit. He told oh, the old man in Vegas that was about the... Uh, he, Frank and Sons. Yeah, he's Frank franchising Sons. now. Yeah, yeah. Frank and Sons is franchising now because of one Keith Lee review. Yeah. He came in the the shit tomorrow for the Asian uh, restaurant. He said, yeah, I'm paying for the first 300 people show up. Just 300 people were food. Come on, let's run it. Seeing that, see, and the people don't expect it. And that's another thing I think people don't understand. He's not just randomly pot. And I saw a lot of, because Philly niggas, you know, niggas are the last to find out something. (laughs) They think that he's just going and to these restaurants and then leaving bad reviews. And it's like, no, 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 no. The people who own the restaurants are asking asking me to come. The issue is they don't know when I'm coming. And they don't know how I'm coming. They don't know who I'm coming with. Because I'm going to send somebody in to go and get the food or understand what the service is like or how long the wait is going to be. And like he said in Atlanta, you can't have a situation where you tell people it's an hour wait and then you see a food blogger who has 14 million fucking followers on TikTok walk through the doors and say, oh, we can get you a table right now. Right now. Fuck these niggas. That he's going to tell them. Kick these bitch asses out right now. Because what would happen, let's be real here, with a lot of modern day review of places is you walk in and they say, oh, we'll get you a table right now. And be like, okay, bet. And then I review the food. And it's just like, no, I'm going to tell the people, yo, y'all do preferential shit for preferential people. And I'm not one of them. I ain't with that. I'm not with that because I don't abuse that. And that's the reason I like him. If he was running around like a jackass acting like a lot of these people... Then it'd be okay. You got to like the stand. Real shit Keith Lee ever says, I'm a regular guy. I pay for my food like everybody else. Oh, that's it. I don't want no preferential treatment. I ain't no VIP. I ain't nothing. I'm just a guy that like to eat food. That's it. Yellow button then. Keith, Keith Lee, Lee, 2023 MVP of the TRP Awards, man. You can get the hell out of here because it's getting too much. <laughs> we crazy. out. Now I'm mad because I did want to give it to Sexy Red, but uh, <laughs> y'all swayed me over. 
It ain't your show, nigga. <laughs> Keith Lee did a lot this year. He did. He did a lot this year. But how do we not love a ratchet horse? <laughs> <laughs> Barefoot and pregnant on stage. Yeah, I mean, busting it open. Congratulations, Keith Lee. <laughs> we love y'all. We appreciate y'all, man. Y'all the best part of what we do. Thank y'all for the support over the years. Most importantly, this year, which was a tough year for everybody. I think we all just, you know, was in a in a reset mode and trying to do what we did. Right. Uh, we cut back. We only did three events in 2023. We usually do much more. But 2024, with our holiday hangover format that we're going to be doing, variety shows, stuff like that, our anniversary show, everything like that, we look forward to seeing y'all coming out. Uh, big brand partnerships, big sponsorships, big guests, big episodes, big Revolt Podcast Network, all 2024, man. We out. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.